1: go to bluenile.com and use promo code listen to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more that's code listen at bluenile.com for $50 off bluenile.com code listen
2: the talk sport fan network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door no matter the result you'll always be winning with mcdelivery so the only thing left to say is You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only, on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. Um, We're live here on YouTube, uh, Twitter, and the Facebook, Always Wolves' Facebook page. I can tell you we've already got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guests backstage in the green room. The phone lines are going crazy, as you can imagine. After Wolves' destruction against Leicester City, the Foxes well and truly mauled. The Wolves at Molyneux. Uh, but there's a bigger story behind all of this, of course, with the uh, the announcement last week we were talking about, you know, Michael Beale. We all thought it was going to happen. It didn't happen. And then, obviously, they've handed the job to Steve Davis and co until 2023. Um, and then there's decisions You know, after the weekend on the decision making process of the board, we heard the South Bank, particularly in full voice, uh, shouting for Scott Sellers to get out of the club. So, obviously, as always on the channel, we've got to talk about all these issues. We want your honest opinions what should be done, where's it going wrong? And we're going to kick off because there's so many on today. We've got, uh, we're going to do it in groups of two and three. So, we're going to be bringing on. Um, to kick us off, we've got Chris, Hello, we've got Vicky Wright, and we've got Raul Jimenez. How are you, right, Raul? Or is it Sinkara? No, it's me. Yeah, no, it's, it's Jason, it's Jason in disguise. How are you doing, mate?
3: Terrible. How are you?
2: Um, personally, I'm okay. I've calmed down a little bit from yesterday. I did think about going live last night, but I had so much to edit and stuff like that. And the thought, give people a day to digest everything. And um, there's so much to talk about. Vicky, so lovely to have you joining us. We, we um, enjoyed your uh, The Billy Wright Story show last week. Um, the highlight of the week, and the most, what very emotional. So, I hope you enjoyed that and you'll talk about that as well.
1: Yeah, well, I'm happy to be here, but, you know, I'm still I'm as concerned as everybody else about what's happening with the club, you know. So I don't want to just go, oh, wasn't my night wonderful? There's still stuff that we have to talk about that's much more we important. We absolutely so. do. And we
2: want to hear your thoughts, especially, you know, being the daughter of the great Billy Wright and how he would see things right now. And Chris, welcome back onto the show.
4: Cheers, mate. I'm a little bereft of any encouragement at the moment. I, I'm, I'm hoping Jason and Vicky are going to inspire me because well, I'm, I'm, I'm not in a good place. With the I'll tell you what, I home. know
2: that Jason's chomping at the bit because normally I'll drop him a thing about extra time, but he messaged me saying, are we on tonight? So I think he's <laughs> uh, he's got a lot to say. So, Jason, what would you like to say? How would you get the, like to get the show on the road? We've already got 193 watching live, would you believe, already.
3: So, firstly, I'm so glad that Vicky Wright's on the show because her father um, epitomised everything about this badge here. He'd run through a brick wall for the club. Loyal. Um... <laughs> We're never going to see that loyalty ever again. There's a team of mercenaries out there, and believe me, they, the part of the problem is there is going to be now fighting this team. If you think they're going to stand up and be counted and try and play the way out of this, you've got another thing coming. Mendes... It makes no odds to him. All we are is a cog in the carousel. He'll have these players lined up for moves already, right? So what have they really got to play for? Um, the Sellers thing, uh, listen, you've seen the, the picture going around on Twitter with his little tic-tacs board, dry wipe. Um, do you know what? Just so unprofessional. He knows all the eyes are on him, by the way. And he's got that little dry wipe board there. And people, that the journalists are coming out now and all saying that he's not culpable, he's not the problem. Well, actually, he's the most senior football figure at that football club. And the problem lies on the pitch and firm on the pitch. He even said in the Ask Wolves interviews that um, when they asked him, he said that the, the manager's transfer decisions had to go by him as well. And they both had to agree. So how can that man not be culpable? It's just ridiculous. Which um, journalists, uh, which journalists are, are saying
2: that he, he does, there's no finger
3: well, pointing it's you, You've got Steve Maidley defending him. You've got now Jackie Outley defending him. Then you've got Tim Spears defending him and they're saying, oh, he's not the, he's not the right target. Well, I believe he is. Listen, we're not going to hand Jeff Shea out of the club. No one else is going to want to come over from China with all the problems they've got and run Wolverhampton Wanderers who are low on their list of priorities. So Jeff's here to stay. So what we need is someone to educate, Jeff. We need football people. You look at Aston Villa now, the managers they're being linked with and likely to get. Because let's be honest, Aston Villa are a bigger football club than us, whether we like it or not, right? Maybe not in the 50s, maybe not in the 60s, 100%. But right now they are. And they're a more attractive proposition than Wolves.
2: Katie Merricks is kind of agreeing with you there, saying at least Villa seem to have a plan.
3: Well, they, they do have a plan. They've been linked with the so, well. I think oh my God! You know, the, the
2: producer's actually saying the producers actually saying they've they've announced Unai
3: Emery. Well, there you go. So we've had five managers turn us down. One I get because his dad's ill, but this is the reality. So let's say he's set up for January because Davis has got the job till twenty twenty three, which is basically. New Year's Day, right? Yeah. Now, this isn't Steve Davies' fault, by the way. He's been chucked well and truly under the bus exactly <laughs> as Terry Connor did. So the, the blame doesn't lie at Steve Davis's feet. The blame lies at – and it's not even the board. You can't blame John Goff and John Bowles because they're not even saying any of this neither. They're just making numbers upon the board, which is made of 100% shareholding of Foson, right? So um Villa, Una Emery, right, doing all the work. Straight away, they've, they've got someone in. They've got a plan. We didn't have a plan with Bruno. The issue is, for me, if Lopetegui is the plan in January, if we're bottom of the league, adrift, he ain't going to want to take that job. No way. Who wants a relegation on the CV? That's the problem. They need to act now. They need to act quickly. And the man for me, and I didn't say this at the start because I didn't think he was what we needed, but it's Sean Dyche. Someone who can come in, grab us up by the scruff of the neck, shake it up a bit. Tell him some home truths and get us playing football. He's not actually too bad a manager when you look deeply into it, what he's done with Burnley on a limited budget. We've spent, you know, more in over the last three windows than he has over 10 years. And he has had some achievements. Yes, they got relegated. But I think we need someone like Sean Dyche. And right now, we haven't got a plan. Right now, we've got no hope. Right now, if the players keep playing the way they are, we are going down. Make no mistake about that. Where's Raul Jimenez? Why did I put the mask on tonight? Because Raul Jimenez is hiding in Mexico. I know he's had that unfortunate injury. He's not even putting anything on social media. Nothing. Yes, he is. He's getting interviewed at Club America. So that's obviously where he's going to end up next season and play Song. He should be at the club now, getting his treatment and being around the club.
1: I agree.
3: I agree. nowhere to be seen. I I agree. Agree
2: that. But, You're passionate. Let's, Vicky wants to come in on that. Come on, Vicky. No,
1: listen, I, listen, I can't talk, you know, articulately about about everything that you can. You guys can. But I know that I can say this because I was supporting the team when we were flying high with every person in that team, you know, Tarori and all that. We had a we had a team that that it sort of delivered everything. They had a striker. They had a this. He came up the side. I saw a team that I thought we can do this. It was doing. What happened? Why did they all one by one go? Why, why did they let those those great players go? Why are we left with this? And I, you know, I'm not knowledgeable enough to say, you know, about this thing. But I know enough to go. When I saw this team working, we had Cody, we had this, we had this one, and I saw them working, I don't get why all those players have gone and we're sort of struggling now with, with something that doesn't work. How did that happen? I, you know they what I mean? I don't the know. Passion.
3: They haven't got the passion, Vicky, that your dad had. Like I said, he would run through a brick wall for that club. It was his Absolutely. whole life. So these, you know, you know, their life. whether we like it or not, because you look at that team on paper, Nunes, Guedes, Um, Just go through the team Tomato, Kilman That shouldn't be a team Doing bottom of the league That should be a team Playing in the top half There's no confidence No belief You know And whatever people say Oh Sellers Oh yeah He's not passing any any Information to Davis Yes he is So why is he at the ground then Yes he is So he's looking after the academy He's looking after the under 23s He's looking after the other 18s Right And now He's pretty much uh, selecting the first team as well. And that is a fact. That's why he's got that board by him. And he's been called did, out.
4: Jace did you see what was on the board? The, the, the thing we said is with the board, where we weren't worried, is what was actually on it. It was a little squiggle in centre midfield where they spun the ball out to Adama. And it was one ring out to Adama. And what did they do for the first 20 minutes? Pass the ball to Adama and he was so knackered he couldn't run anymore. That was it.
3: There you go. I've just done it again.
4: Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. that
3: was—it was just nothing. It was just—it was, just, was just. This is our. This is our, this is our director. He of football? That because he knew
2: he'd be photographed. Do you think? Because like he left it right on the side, didn't he? Do you think like it was like there for all to see? Did he? was I know, that Dave.
3: I don't think he's thinking. I don't think he's even thinking that, because I think he's way out of his depth, Dave. And I think that's the problem. Aston Villa have got football people around the club. That's why they're making these appointments quickly. That's why they got rid of Steven Gerrard when they knew it wasn't working. That's why Unai Emery was already lined up for the job. Yeah, you've got to look back. I think the last manager we poached out of a job was Dean Saunders. So, sold back and left on the 5th of January 2013. Dean Saunders coming two days later. Right, because actually, although it was the wrong appointment, they'd actually done something about it. Whereas now, they haven't done anything about it. By January, it's going to be way too late. Wait, and these players, trust me, not Ruben Neves, they're going to be telling the new manager that Neves and Troy are off. Right, so are they going to give him any money in January? Probably not. Did you
2: see the the tweet I put out earlier? Um, yeah, I mean. I actually put a tweet out um, based off a message that I've been sent. And I've heard this from a couple of people, which is why I put it out. And I got sent uh, a message, which I decided to share. And it's been shared quite a lot. So someone close to Nuno, this is when Nuno was in the thing. Nuno wanted to come back and even offered to pay some of the compensation himself. Wolves wouldn't allow him to bring all of his backroom team with him and didn't want to pay the the remaining compensation. They also suggested no money would be available in January and he was told that some of his backroom staff would be selected by the club. What manager would come if he can't even pick his own staff? Uh, On the back of that, someone else has, uh, again, from a contact inside the club, has said that Jeff was working on a move uh, to bring... Uh, Nuno back, but it was blocked by basically the top brass at fossa
3: Well, so it's cheap, cheap options, Dave. At the end of the day, so I've heard. Off a respected journalist, and I won't say who it is, that the buyout clause for Nuno is ten million. Right, that's what I've heard. The buyout clause is there's there's figures bandied around four, six million, but I've heard under good instruction that it's that it's ten million pound. Wolves aren't going to pay that, Dave. They're not going to pay that. They're not going to pay over the odds to get any manager. That you know, the we just we just the do club, that
4: with players instead.
3: Yeah, do that with players. So they'll spend 35 million on Fabio Silva, who's untested. Yes, he's he's doing it in the dog and duck leading in Belgium now, but they won't spend 10 million, 8 million, whatever, on a manager. And they're just getting in the cheap option. And Steve Davis has got it till Christmas. Steve Davis is probably in a match. But,
1: but again, so if I can, if I can just crazy. say. If, if I can just say my little bit that is relating to my dad and, and yeah. what my dad brought to the club, which wasn't money. There was nothing about money that my dad did it for. And I have to say, with 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 Nunu, Nunu as I call him, I felt there was a passion there. And I think that that's what's what's lacking. The players that, that believe in the team, the manager believes in the team. I don't feel that they bring him in, Steve, all these people come in. I don't feel that anybody is leading with a passion because of they love the club the they they put everything into the Wolverhampton Wanderers team i feel i did feel it was no i i felt he loved the club and i felt he was a little bit wronged by the club if i'm honest when he, when he left but i think that he did bring some passion and i and i'm 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 hoping that there'll be somebody or or players that that will go No matter what, I'll be there and I'll represent this club and I'll come in as a manager. It's not about the money. It shouldn't be about the money. Because Wolves, for me, and what my dad represented to me, is that if you love this club, this club should be represented by someone that has the heart to put everything into it.
3: Can I ask you a question, Vicky? Can I ask Vicky a question? Yep. Vicky, who is the best captain this club's had since your dad? So, well, you know, obviously, no. the, the, you know, the one you did the mug for.
1: Yeah, well, I have to say, you know, and I haven't followed them since, since Dad left. I haven't followed. So I, I don't know the history of all the captains. No, but, but I have you, to co, say. Connor Cody. That, I know Connor Cody means a lot to you, doesn't he? he? He does. He does mean a lot to me. And you know what? I think I think that he was a great captain for. Was, I think he had he had every um sort of. Um, asset that he he needed to. I think he believed in the club. I think he led. I think he, he was a great role model. I yep. think he was like Dad. He had good values. He was a family boy. He believed in Wolves. He was given an opportunity. And I saw a passion in him. And I spoke to him. And I know that he loved this club. And he gave it his all. And I don't know the exact reason that he left, but there was something hmm. that happened. But I don't think it was the money that... that lured him elsewhere I think something happened within the club because he for me he represented something and I, I sent messages to him and, and and we sort of I knew his mum really well you know and I, I had messages and I said that Connor for me dad would have wanted to be the first person to shake his hand to say yeah. you can take the mantle you can be I think you deserve to to be a leader of the Wolves team because he represented not just man, I think he did it because he was proud to be the captain of Wolves, and I think he did. It needed seven years, to he? Seven years was it? And and I think every every minute of that, he believed in the club. Whatever happened well, to make him leave, I, I don't know. But so I would say that that you need someone with passion for the club. You don't yeah. want someone that's just bought in. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? Just,
2: isn't it? it. I'll tell you it's really that. Frustrating. And um I think the comparisons, Jason, what you're making between Billy Wright, um you know, Captain England, Captain Wolves, Connor Cody had that privilege of wearing the same number shirts and Captain Wolves as well. Mm-hmm. And what happened in the summer, you know, with the ripping and uh, over the last 18 months bit by bit, the heart and soul of the club has been taken apart, bit mm-hmm. by bit. And we had that Wolfpack mentality and yeah. the, the, the fans have got to a point where they think there's been decision after decision after decision, inept, mm-hmm. negligent decisions mm-hmm. that have led yeah, us I, to... The I don't
4: think it's 18 months, so Dave, I think it's been happening longer. And, and, and I think a lot of it is timely with Sellers. You know, when Thurwell went, it, it's all just seemed to get worse and worse. Nuno worked with Thurwell, then Nuno started having a strained relationship. Sellers has got to be involved in that. I don't care what he says because he's in that position in the club. And it's just got – it just seems to be going worse and worse. And, it, you know, how he's sitting there in the press box with a Mickey Mouse drawing on there. I mean, what the hell does this guy think he's doing? I can't understand it. It's, it's You know, it's just –
3: it's just you know, the it- stupidest thing I've seen. Look at the fighters we've got rid of, Cody. Yeah. You know, th- these are c- fighters, leaders, Saez. Yeah. You know, when people need to be. Be counted, they would be, right? The- these players won't be. I'll tell you that now. That's a fact. And it's not me saying, oh, I'm really knowledgeable. It's a fact you've seen it.
4: Johnny, it's a diet, it, it's a around, diet.
1: like it was a
3: it's Sunday diet. morning. He was on over He was walking around, looking at people, waving his arms, second to the ball every time. What's he doing? What's he doing and money is important he's the, the guy's probably on 70 80 grand a week and he's sauntering around while Wolves are at the bottom of the league it's, not
2: the, it's a joke who's culpable Jason for all of this would you say seriously I mean well, we're actually should should sellers be out the club log what the fans are asking for or is there what's the answer well, the answer, <laughs> well, well, the answer is that... that, that,
3: that the football side of it we need someone to come in with a huge footballing knowledge a director of football let listen sellers does great work with the academy right let him crack on with it don't let him anywhere near the first team get a director of football pay the director of football well as newcastle do as aston villa do get a footballing manning and get the right manager and let's start from the top get the culture right set at the club and let's get it down and get it back on the pitch because under Nuno, we did have an identity. Now we've lost it. Yeah. We are, we've got to be realistic as well that we will sell our best players. And I've always said that business for Jota was fantastic business, right? However, that was for me when it started going wrong. He was an outlet. Yes, he was out of a bit of form. So what? No player is on a trajectory that goes up throughout the career. They have dips in form. You know, stick with it. 45 million quid. Yes, great business. If we'd have invested it well, but we didn't. And they ain't going to spend any money in January. They're going to struggle to get a manager in. I don't want to say it because I'm not a half glass empty sort of person. And you know that, Dave. Um, mm. But I'm really, really Well, we're, we're, we're the
2: Happy Clapper channel, really. We, yeah, know. we try and be positive about everything. But, like, you know, you've got to reflect the views. I mean, we have a laugh and a joke and stuff. But this is serious stuff. We are... Yes. Walking into relegation, and it's like the blind leading the blind at the moment. Now, do you blame she, or do you blame the advice that he's getting from sellers? Who's a, who's basically like, you know, we don't want to bash the guy, um, you know, he's got experience and stuff like that, but it's like, Dave, you,
3: can write, you, write Jeff She's, in multiple you can write Jeff She's footballing knowledge on the back of this top, on the back of this bottle top, right? Because he's got none. That's why he thinks Sellers is doing a great job because he's listening to outside noises. Let's get it right. Let's get a proper director of football in. As I said, put Sellers back in charge of the academy. Fosen aren't going to replace you. There's no point calling for She's head. Well, Who's actually, I'm not so sure about that because
2: I've heard different, uh, not this season, but my under something that I've heard... Is that she will be moving over onto the esports side of things from next well, season, that'd and, be great. I'll be, and I've also, I mean, again, this is hearsay at the moment that the chairman over at Grasshoppers, who's more football oriented, will be coming over to Wolves, and she'll be looking after the the
3: esports side, which is well, where we we're, we're really Next season, oh, we're in the championship. Well, yeah, exactly, but like. Yeah, and- Go through the team now, Dave, very quickly. You look at all them players. Who's going to stop? so he'll be gone. Tomato, he'll be gone. Johnny will be retiring. Uh, Kilman, he'll be gone. Collins, he might stop. Uh I'll be too old. Ruben Nevers will be gone. Just look at the team. Trial will be
2: gone. Noon right. will be
3: gone. Nunes will be gone. Cadence. Yeah. Right. He'll be gone. will be gone. Flip your neck. Cadence with the Raoul will be gone. He'll be a club. Merry Kill with his mask on. Brilliant.
1: So everything we had that was so potentially brilliant, every player that was there that was potentially going to make this club great again, we needed a striker, really, didn't we? To just to, to yeah. sort of finish off the goals, but they, they let everybody go. All that that combination of people that Connor, in my opinion, Connor as is, as is, 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 you know on the defender. Why did they they let that collapse? What why have they, why have we got nothing left? I don't get it. it I just don't get it. It, it says it, it says it all to me that the.
4: I thought on Saturday that the two players that I could see that were trying their best and giving it a go was a bloke that we had on the free transfer and an 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid we got out of the, the under-21s. So, yeah. And he put the rest of them players... That, I, I sat there watching Nuni stroll about and at that boy. I was playing his art out and I thought, £42 million pound we paid for that, we may as well pick the kid out of the reserves because he was doing exactly. n- absolutely nothing. Yeah. Uh, and Costa was going mad at him. You know, he was saying, what are you doing? You're supposed to be here, supposed to be there. And what happens then? People give up. You could see it like a disease across the team. People just giving up, you know. Yeah.
0: The best pass
3: Martino did, the best pass he did was when he kicked the flare out of play, the, the, the
2: yeah. advertising
3: board. Jason, that, Jason, that was the best pass. Jason, Chris,
2: and, you know, would you say it's fair to say that the first we came out the tracks with a lot of energy. We cried, we, we we didn't score. We were very yeah. attacking on the front foot. They scored a world day and it's kind of like their heads went as soon as that goal went in, the first goal. Because to me, yeah, I, I don't want to accuse all the players of not trying. I think that, that that some of them were. I think some of them definitely went missing. But like the first 10 minutes, it's like we were all over Leicester. We couldn't score again, which is per usual. They scored a world day. And then the second goal, Johnny falls over, like you're saying, he just fell over and it was like clinical finishing. And they just cut through us four times. They only had five
4: shots. Yeah, it was. I mean, Johnny fell over Dave, but he fell over because Adama wasn't supporting him. Adama wasn't supporting him because after the first 10 minutes, all of our tactics was pass it to Adama. And he was taking on Justin and he he was, he was gone. He, He was, and he was, Goddard was having a good go, but we just, that can't be our only tactic. You know, we've got all these players that we've paid this money for. Now, either somebody's really being done over or or they just can't be bothered.
3: I think fitness is a massive issue as well. And you only have to look at Johnny to see that. But some of them players aren't 100% fit, you can tell. And I don't mean injuries, carrying injuries. I mean, they are not fit for Premier League football. They're not.
2: You, and the other thing you've got to look at as well is the medical team. Since the medical team got this, you know, we never had any injuries with a small squad before. I mean, what, I mean, you know, from your heart of heart, Vicky, let's hear you, because, you, you know, you all sort of seen it from your dad's perspective and that sort of team, but you, you've still got such a love for Wolves and you've seen what's going on at the moment, you know, how does it make yeah. you feel? What would you like to see happen?
1: Well, but all I can say on that one is that I represent Dad and I, and I would love to sit here thinking that I know what he would say. Um, and I don't, I don't really. And I'd love to, to, to know what he would say about it. But I think, I think I can only say that what I got from Dad was the passion of every single player in that team. There was a passion that no matter who the manager was, whatever they were told to do, whatever the opposition, there was just a passion for that team, that he was the goalie, he was the striker, he was the one, I'll pass it to you. There was some connection between them that wasn't money. It wasn't money, it was about the love of the club. And I think Dad would wish, I think, for there to be something that would unite the team. And it's all too much, I think, about... You know who's the manager? Who's to blame for this? Why did they let that go in? Why did they put? It's all a bit too like we're talking about. You know, in, in showbiz, in comedy, why has variety died? Why there's no. Nobody... It's it's kind of equal to that. It's like things change. Things do change, and I know that. But the formula that made wolves great when Dad was playing, for, from my take and what I've seen from the history that I've studied and all the things that I've seen, is that everybody played a part. Burt Williams in goal, you know, dad as the striker, Tom, everybody had a role and everybody supported everybody else. At the moment, I'm thinking, you know, he's not really involved in it or he might get replaced. He might go elsewhere. This one has come from here for a bit. We're going to bring Bruno in for a bit because he's, but he doesn't. I I think what's lacking from my dad's era is that the team was made up of people that were invested in making rules great and i i don't see it there i think it's got really sort of um lost in the who's the manager who's the this who's the trainer who's the one always injured always out there, there isn't that nucleus of 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 the of everybody thinking that we just need to put the right people in the right people that've got that heart that wanna make the goal scoring they wanna make the team as great as they could be I, I don't know if it's there. I don't so I don't know what the answer is. We've lost the, of the identity team. The,
2: the, the identity of the team's been dismantled, basically. It has. Do you know what I wish for, Vicky? Which would be amazing. I wish we could sit all the players down in that room at the Prince of Wales Theatre to watch mm. and listen yeah. to what Wolves really means and they could hear what you said and, and all the, the history of your dad because it was so emotional and it was so got to and it really got to the core of what Wolves is all about and your dad was all about and how he led by example as a person I think Connor did that to an extent and the fact, that, and the fact that you know, these like what Jason said these players have been bombed out and the mistakes that have been made we're, it's, the chickens are coming back to roost Well and truly Right now
4: well, Ruben's not doing it Is he Dave To be honest You watch Ruben Neves Saturday As great as a player he is As a captain All he did Was chase Michael Oliver Around the pitch And moan I'll tell you things about
2: did. Ruben Neves I do believe That Ruben's got the, the heart of the club I think he really Really oh, is yeah. I don't yeah, yeah. I think he's got the heart But he's not got the same Dressing room personality. And he's even said that himself yeah. He's about being on the pitch but you, who have we got in the dressing room to to galvanise the team right now? Who, who, where's that? And,
1: and Connor was that, wasn't that, he? Connor was that. Connor yeah. was
3: that. Uh, yeah. And not only have we lost a good player in Connor Cody, an in England international, we're about to lose him for a pittance as well. Four and a half million pounds is yeah. reported. Whoever has done that deal. Oh, shock. It was Scott Sellers. Yeah, four and a half million quid. It's, uh, and we let a, a player of that caliber go. A dressing room influence, as John Rudy was. That armband,
1: he and, he, and he loved the club. He loved the club. He was. Yeah. He said to me, "I'm honoured to, to follow in your dad's footsteps." And I really believe that he he had his heart and soul in that club. And Connor's thing, whether or not you know he's the best you know person for what he did in his position, what he gave was what Dad did. It was in that dressing room, it was on that pitch, spurring everybody on, coming, come on, yeah. come on. He had the heart and he had that sort of passion uh, about winning. And we've given that away to, to somebody else. Yeah, and, and it's no surprise that Everton are winning
3: games. No.
1: Exactly. Exactly. exactly.
3: So. They said he
2: couldn't play in a back four. It's a <laughs> massive mistake. And uh, so you've got can't to, play in you've a back,
3: back four? For so that. how many people on Twitter... Right, so we've got the best defensive record It was a matter of time before Collins and Kilman got found out Right, we miss, we missed the back five I don't care what anyone says, we missed the back five I, I have a feeling we might be going back to a back five when so today, say, We're going to need ten at the back soon Because <laughs> the, so
2: the team understood how to play that back five Johnny, Otto and the likes, they're not full backs, they're wing backs yep. They always have the protection of the three at the back And Connor was the centre of that you know and yeah. you know, want to go forward and you still had the four and we had the cat. Now, I mean, we did attack Leicester and we did have a go, but like they just sat, waited, and then just sprung the traps and just sliced through us. We were so naive, you know. And you know, it, it you know, I came out numb, angry, frustrated, feeling embarrassed, mm-hmm. humiliated. You know, it was humiliating. I always had my head in the hand. People left. I was had my head in my hand watching. Bear in game.
3: mind, Dave. Let's be realistic. Leicester have got a lot more firepower than us. Should they be in, in the bottom three? No. We played against Nottingham Forest, who are the worst team I've probably seen in the Premier League for a good 15 years, right? And we just about beat them with a penalty. We've well, played against Leicester. Liverpool yeah. Uh, and Yeah. Okay, Dave. Come on. So, Forest aren't better than Liverpool, are they? Just
4: because, no. You no. Know, they're not, they're I Forest, said it on the last... It on the last have had on good don't. day,
3: right? But but are we going to beat Liverpool with this team? No, we're not. You we can't even beat Leicester or Forest. Oh, oh, yes, we beat Forest. What I'm saying, you ain't going to beat Liverpool, right? Leicester are a team in the bottom three. They've come to Molyneux and done an absolute job on us, thrashed yes. us four nil, four nil, four nil on our own pitch, four nil. It's a joke. <laughs> and you know what? It, yeah. Yes, we're the first goal, goal went in, I get it. Ed's dropped. Ed's dropped for the rest of the game. I do like Diego Costa. I think he offers us another outlet. And his movement was good, and he seems passionate. Is he going to be the answer? I don't know. But, but Hugo
2: Bueno got- came out of it with credit for me as well. I thought he, young lad again, he didn't let anyone down. And I no, thought Bubacar but- Car- Traore, when he came on, he looked like
3: yep. he was up for it. But Bueno, he's an attacking wing-back. You know, he's not a, a, a defender in the back four. He's not a left-back. He's an attacking wing-back. You know, but anyway, that's why we need to revert to a back five, in my opinion. Get the back sorted. Get a defender. Get a defender leading from the back, as Connor Cody did so he can see all the play in front of him. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I, don't,
4: I don't understand why Davis can't make a change the next. It, it, it didn't work, sadly. So, let's go back five. He's got nothing to lose. All he can do is experiment and try and grind results out. He better go back Scott to a back five,
3: Scott
4: you know. But, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I but, agree with Jason. We should be going for Sean Dyke. We we are, we are in, you know, we've got the, I'm not the only thing we can hold on to now, Dave, is the fact that we've got to cling on to the adversity because there's nothing else there. We've who, got who, to do a Dave? team round something. Oh, we well,
2: you to, me, to, to me, the only answer for me right now is they get Nuno back in. He, he, he wants yeah, oh, yeah. to come.
3: That, no, I agree. I agree. Nuno or Sean Dyche, 100. percent
4: But it's not going to happen, Dave, is it? If what you put out is is right, if they have treated that man like that after what he did at this football club, I mean, oh, it just okay. tells me that I don't want him running the football club. To be honest, right
2: now you need but... an identity back at the club, and they've given it to and they've hung um, Steve Davies and Co out to dry. To dry, really, they've given them the. Uh, the, the thing till 2023 and it just leaves us in lim- limbo and the the thing that's really really like put the knife in the back is Villa have had a manager for what three days they've got a new manager they had a plan they've gone out and paid the money they've got him in bish bash bosh that's how it should be done Brighton lost Potter bish bash bosh they got a new manager in okay we, so we didn't like, even if, consider if,
4: Emery
3: who was the guy who managed Villa the other day when the won four 0 yesterday? Who was that guy? We'll have him.
2: Yeah, yes, they won four 0
3: Anyway, <laughs> I'd, final I'd rather thoughts. have Wolfie and Wendy at the minute. Final thoughts before we
2: uh, we move on. Uh, we'll go with uh, you first, Chris. Your final thoughts. Um, you want to give us uh, any positives or a highlight from the weekend? Crack on. Yeah,
4: the, the only positive I can I can say is that it at least we are looking like we've got some good young kids that could come in um my worry is if they're mismanaging 42 million pound players the way they are what are they going to do with these kids eventually that that that's my worry um in terms of the team it's just it's just awful that I've never been I don't think I've been ever so disenfranchised with the football team as I am at the moment. I went to Watford once and watched us get Abbott 4-0, but at least we tried that game, and that one, you know, but that, what I watched on, on Saturday. My, my lad goes with me. He didn't come to Lots for his game because he, he caught COVID, and he, he, he sat around and he said, I haven't seen Wolves win for so I can't remember how many months, so many months it's live. And I, I just thought, yeah. Vicky, this is, this
2: let Vicky give us some sunshine. Talk about uh, your event that we went to. Give us a little bit of sunshine on a dark day.
1: Well, that's hard for me to to, to go straight in, into that because, you know, that it upsets me to, to know that because for part of my talk about Dad was, and, and part of the, what was so magical in the room, was this love for Wolverhampton Wanderers. And I will say until the day I die that they are the best fans in the world. You know, they are the best, most loyal. It's a family unit. And it breaks my heart to hear the people that love Wolves sort of being, putting their head in their hands is, in, into what's happening to them, you know, and they keep getting these defeats and they keep saying, they keep giving it everything and, and then they're let down. It breaks my heart, but I haven't got the answer. Of course I haven't. But all I can say is after my, my, my night that, that I shared with everybody, there is still incredible incredible passion in, in, in the city of Wolverhampton and all around, because the, that theatre for me on Thursday night was full of people that had memories of Billy, that just loved the club, that came along to go, is this a history? Let's listen about the, the bloke that has that statue outside our ground, even if they don't remember what he did. That is what's for me, and what for Dab was great, this this incredible, incredible following and, and the love That the people of Wolverhampton have for their football team, and Molyneux and and my dad, you know, and I don't want that to be lost. I'm, I'm, I still want everybody to, to have the belief that we will get better. We will come through this patch of, of shit. (laughs) Am I allowed to say that? Uh, you know, I want. want, Don't don't forget, before Dad died, uh, they weren't great again, and my dad used to say time and time again. I want wolves to be great again because he lived in, in an era where they were great and he lived in an era where they weren't great. And he used to say, I want them to be great again. So I'll leave it with that, that we all want them to be great again. So come on, let's do something to make them great again.
2: Hope you're listening to that, Jeff She And uh, finally, <laughs> for yourself, we will do the, the spin the wheel quickly at the end of this for a bit of fun and lighthearted break before we get yeah. on to the next people but Jason your final words and message if well, you're Jeff's watching or anyone
3: uh, one of the one of the best custodians of the club we've had in recent years was Sir Jack Hayward and who did he put onto the board Billy Wright and why did he put Billy onto the board? Because Billy knows the club inside out and he bleed old golden and black. And we need someone on the board like that for me. The highlight of my week last week was uh, going to see Vicky Wright's show about her dad. Unbelievable. And And I went to the one at Wolves, and equally, I was in tears myself. Um, The highlight of the match for me on Saturday and Sunday was I was in my mate's box, and we had a Sunday dinner, and the Yorkshire puddings were fluffy, the roast (laughs) potatoes were crispy, the gravy was thick, the carrots melted (laughs) in your mouth, the mashed potato. That was the highlight for me, Sunday dinner.
2: Fantastic. Um, see, we're getting some positivity, and we're going to have a little bit of fun to end it off because we do have to do the uh, the, spin wheel. the wheel. Well, I was going to Go call on. it spin, spin the wheel, but that's gone out the window now, hasn't it? Because he's not it, come. Cool. It,
4: it's it's nice that he got that food in the post. Seats. My bolty pie was bloody cold on on. That. <laughs> so that's it. You know, and I got there really. Thank
1: you, Scott Sellers, for that.
4: Are you
2: ready? So are we
1: all in on, are we all in on this?
2: Yes. There's going to be one question you've all got to answer. Here we go. The wheel is spinning. Oh, here's a good question.
1: Who is the
2: all-time greatest goalkeeper, in your opinion? Chris, you can go first.
4: I'm going to dodge it slightly because I'm going to talk about goalkeepers that I've seen play. OK. Because I, I can't really judge. You know, we know all the you the know legends. Best goalkeeper I've seen at Wolves is not because he was brilliant and because he was fantastic and he was an England international and he was skillful. It's because I loved him and it's John Burridge.
2: John Burridge, character he, he is. Are, are we, he's, a, he's a proper character.
4: Jason... He's a nutter, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. So
3: clearly, one of the greatest goalkeepers in our history. Once again, I never watched him play. It was Burt Williams. Um, yeah, I was Mike... yeah, yeah. Well, well, I never watched him play. Um, well, I hope I didn't. Um, Mike Stoll, obviously, the record appearance holder. But for me, and because he's one of the nicest people that I've ever met, Phil Parks.
2: Fantastic. Phil Parks. And Vicky, for you?
1: Well,. I... You, you you said it Jason before me but I have to say Bert Williams because you know I can only go on what my dad said and 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 dad and Bert Williams used to share a, a, a sort of digs they used to live together sort of share a same dressing room and I spoke to Bert before he, he passed and and he said your dad was the best friend I ever had and they really loved each other oh, that's and true. so so yeah and so I have to I have to say Bert Williams.
2: Fantastic. Well, guys, that was uh, an opening 40 minutes of passion and fire. I love it. Absolutely love it. And we've got it. It's really, really engaging. This is going to rock and roll over the next few weeks for definite loads more to talk about. We've got loads more to come on. Jason, Vicky and Chris, thank you, Jason. I'm so looking forward to, uh, to seeing Wolves next manager on Thursday night with you. Yeah, no, I mean, don't
3: say that. No, but listen, right, Dean Saunders, is probably coming back to Wolverhampton at the, the best time because he, he didn't like he said to me, he, he rung me the other day, I told you, Dave, he said, I don't really want to talk about Wolves. And I went, well, that's how I've advertised tonight. You've got it. But listen, Wolves are bottom of the league now. <laughs> he's all right. He's he's out of jail. It
2: can't be. It's going to be very entertaining and I can't wait, yeah. mate. We'll see you there. Yeah, there. I,
4: yeah, well, it should be a good night. Even though Jason's told me I can't ask questions. So that's No, you're yeah. banned.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm gagged.
4: Is the right word? Yeah, I've got the tape over your mouth, mate.
3: Trust me.
2: I'm looking forward I'm sure we'll talk more about it next week as well. Brilliant. <laughs> Cheers, guys.
4: See you later. Bye See
3: bye. you
2: later. Uh, Jason Guy from the Wolf Whistle podcast, uh, regular, a friend of the show. Uh, Chris and of course the lovely Vicky White. Right, take care. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Oh, So there you go. Absolutely fantastic. Right, next up, we're going to bring on Alex. We're gonna bring on Keith, and we're gonna bring on Wayne. Before we get onto that, I do wanna say a big thank you to Wolf Life, powering the Extra Time Show. If you uh, we insure our dogs and cats and mobile phones, there's a link below, um, especially at the moment, really important to get your life insurance sorted. They're Bilston-based company, and you can fill in the form, and you go into the draw for a Wolf shirt as well. Thank you for them. Uh, Alex, Wayne and Keith, welcome to the show. Good
1: evening. Hey
5: Dave.
2: Hi Dave. Just give everyone a little bit of background around uh, uh, behind you before we start. Keith, if you go first with a bit of an introduction for you. I know you've been on uh before and Wayne.
6: Yeah, i me. I've, I've followed Wolves for oh, since 77, 78. And I'm not an happy clapper,
5: Dave.
2: No, I know. I know. You will say it how it is. Wayne?
5: I will. Yeah, Dave, as you know, originally from Bridge North, uh, live in Melbourne, Australia these days. And uh, as you know yourself, Dave, I am certainly not a happy clapper.
7: <laughs> hey! And Alex? Oh, um yeah, I've been following Wolves on so a, since I was a little boy and I've been going for years and years and years. So, yeah, I'm a massive Wolves fan. And let's just say, I am a happy clapper at times, but lately, just... No, not really. <laughs> and whereabouts in the world are you based? Oh, Bloxwich. Um,
2: Blockswitch. <laughs> uh, Keith, let's kick off with you. What do you want to say?
6: I'm going to go a slightly different tack today because I am really cheesed off of this. So what I've done is I've bought up job descriptions.
2: Oh, right, okay. On the
6: official Wolves website. So we start with Scott Sellers?
2: Let's, no, this is actually quite tasty. Yeah, let's go with it.
6: So in the Premier League, we've got 20 clubs, haven't we? And every club has either got a sporting director or a director of football, apart from Wolves.
2: Wolves are the only one Um, without.
6: Scott Sellers is described as, his actual title is, General Manager for the Technical Side of Football. Yeah. And this is his job description. On the website Number one Look after the technical side of the game For Wolves Number two (laughs) Recruitment of all players Number three Football analysis Number four Look after the academy And this one really gets me Dave Number five The progression Of the team now Which I think way? progression being we'll the, the, the 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 important word here, the opposite of progression is regression. Right. <laughs> and the meaning of regression, for anybody that doesn't know, a return to a former or less developed state. That's me being polite, Dave. Really polite.
2: I think that's really interesting. Wayne, do you want to come in on that? And on what your, your views before we get to, get to Alex and get really stuck into the nitty-gritty.
4: Well, look, Dave,
5: I mean, first off, I want to say, and I've been saying it for weeks, and you can quote me at the end of the uh, season, that I don't think anything can save Wolves this year. I think we're down. Okay? Um, <clears throat> look, she and Sellers both have to be removed. Now, number one, everybody's laying in to uh, Scott Sellers, and rightly so. But let's hang on a second. Who gave him that position and his job? If I'm right in saying, wouldn't it be Jeff Shee? Correct. Isn't he the one that gave Scott Sellers that position and that job? You know, Jeff Shee, his knowledge of football, you could put, honestly, on the back of a postage stand. He hasn't got a clue and he hasn't got an idea. Now, you know, look at the decisions made this year, Right. I don't know if you've seen the the lads from Talking Walls. Did you see the interview that they did with uh, Roman Sayes and also John Ruddy?
3: Yeah.
5: Okay. Well, it wasn't very complimentary. Okay. Now, the reality is... Both
2: players um, were... They they didn't go all in, but you can read what they were saying and what they were...
5: You can certainly read between the lines, David, right? And there is absolutely a total disconnect now. Now, I'm telling you something, this team that takes a pitch, I'm sick of hearing, well, this is the best team that we've had for years. Is it the best team, David? Maybe on paper, it's the best team. All these players that have come in, all right, are unproven. I'm not impressed with Collins. Okay, I'll be honest with you. I am not impressed with the guy at all. Guedes, what, what was Guedes, 27 million? I had a message
2: me. from a, a, a Valencia fan. Um, I know I get, I do get lots of messages. You can imagine on the channel and stuff like that from different things. But he said, "I know Geddes. When things go tough, he goes missing."
5: Well, uh, um, let's get on to the manager side of things. Just one thing: do you, do you, Dave, do you follow um, Wonder Kid from Porto on Twitter? No,
1: he's
5: based. No. In, he's based in America.
1: Yeah.
5: Okay. Now I get on really well with him. Now he told me two weeks prior to Lopetegui turning down Wolves, that he had it on good authority that Lopetegui would not take the job at Wolves due to his father. Nothing else was elaborated on, didn't say his father was sick, but I got that two weeks before it was broke. And then they come out and they say, oh, Bill is our number one target. They go and announce it to the whole of the world. Do you not sort out if this guy is interested in coming to Wolverhampton Wanderers or not? I mean, it's amateurish. It's it's so amateurish, it's not funny. You would see better Sunday pub teams run than Wolverhampton Wanderers right now.
2: Do you think they, they they actually publicly announced that or it was leaked? Because no, I
5: reckon, I, I reckon they announced it. Yeah. They're clueless, man. They're a bunch of Muppets.
2: I'm loving this fashion tonight. I really am. So why we get weighing on? Alex, come in. Um, how old are you, Alex? I'm 19 years old. 19 years old. So you've probably not seen as much of the Wolves. Uh, you probably, obviously, Wolves have been in the Premier League since you were about 14. So you've uh, you've not suffered as long as the rest of us. But no, my, dad, mean,
7: my, dad's, seen, my dad's seen a lot of bad things. He's been going since 70. So
2: absolutely. What's your thoughts? What do you want to say tonight? I oh, just. Sh-
7: I just, it's just, I just can't see where the lack. I just, see, I just can't see where we're going. To be honest, like, to be honest, with the team performances, it's like they've got a lack of ambition of where they're going. Like the owners, they have got a lack of ambition. Like, yeah, they spent over hundred million on players, but you know what I'm saying. But the players are not wanted to play for Bruno Large, which he got sacked, and we like we we got to look for a manager managers have turned us down and then you've got Scott Sellers who's been leaked to um, have, um, you know, control all the tactics and I'm thinking, what's going on? Like, what's the actual you know, like, where are we going forward as a club? Because you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I've not seen us like, you know, like, I've not yeah, I'm 19 and I've seen like, years and years of football like, since I was a little boy, but you know what I'm saying? But I just don't see where we're going forward as a club. Like yeah, fall soon. Jeff, she said we to watch out that we're going to be uh, bigger than Man City, was it? But you know what I'm saying. But you know what I'm saying. I just I don't see where we're going. To be honest, I really can't. It's um, we're going
5: to the we're going to the championship, mate. That's where we're going.
7: Yeah, it's, The way not um, carry on. It's just you know what I'm saying. It's really,
2: really, um, it's really upsetting for everyone. Uh. Keith, so today we're just going to come back in on to you uh, now to pick up on your points from where you got last time. You can hear, I think we can we we heard You To be honest, I think the fans, the general fan base, have been more than patient over a very, very long period of time. Yes, there's dissent at the weekend, um, mm-hmm. but they haven't necessarily turned on the players as such. Um, but they're definitely focusing on... The now Foson were in the firing line line up uh, in, the, uh, in the summer transfer window for not spending the money. They've come out and spent the money very late. Um, and then it was on Bruno Lard, but the focus has now gone back to the decisions that have been making and who's been making those decisions. Sutty, so, you talked about um Sellers' job description. Can you take your point on from there now on what you think? The, the root causes and the only way that we can get out of this position. What would you do if you were like Foson, for example? What would you? What decisions would you make?
6: If I'm the owner, yeah, I'm on a plane from China. I've got my ready-made CEO set up, whether he's coming from Grasshoppers or wherever. Jeff She's going to do his esports little gaming project, and Scott Sellers is shown the door, and it'll be the tradesman's entrance. He will never come into my club again. Never. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah. Hey, l- listen, the, the CEO, Jeff Shee, has got a board of directors. I think there's six directors, including himself, obviously he's CEO, and then there's two vice presidents as well. Well, they've got no clout, Steve Bull and Robert Plant. at the end of the day, so they've got yeah. no clout at all. But it's his job to go between all directors when things go bad, and he's meant to sort this out, right? There's nothing happening, Dave. There's nothing happening. It's just stagnated. Villa have gone out tonight. They've sacked Stephen Gerrard on Thursday. After we heard it on the way back from um, Vicky Wright's do in Stafford, where I saw you. We're coming down the M6. Villa have sacked Gerrard. I said to my brother-in-law, "Give him three days. They'll have their their new manager in. They'll have him already." they've gone out and got a guy that's won UEFA uh, Europa Leagues things like that he was arsenal manager he's a big name they knew who they were getting as soon as gerard was sacked they were on the phone their um, sporting director or you know uh, whatever whatever description you want to give him he knew exactly who he was going to go and get the owners the owners pay the bills dave They know nothing about football. They pay this man, this director of football, to do a job and do it properly. And they trust him 100%. Can you trust Scott Sellers to do that job? I'll tell you why you can't, because he's just a yes man for the man at the top. And until the man at the top goes, we're doomed, mate. How do you answer this
2: question, Hodge? I said, so Scott got given five people's jobs and we're pitting into the wall for it. feels like we're just chucking darts at people, stroke things.
6: Rubbish. I'm telling you now, until it starts at the top, don't don't have a go at these two lads who have took the job on. It's They've been thrown under the bus. It's not mm. their fault that we'd all do that job, Dave. If they come to me and you tomorrow and said, you two, can you do this for us? we give it a go because we love this football club. If you cut me and you in half and these two lads in half and everybody else on this show in half and everybody that's watching, we all, we'll all all bleed old gold and black. And we'd all what, do our best. I tell for you what, Sutty,
2: and there are 400 people watching live right now, what you're saying, 400.
6: Now, whether they agree with me or not, I love this football club. I go all over like you do, Dave. Sometimes... I go, like last week, I spoke to you on the phone before the game and I said, what did I say to you, Dave? I'm worried about this. Now, you're ever positive. And you said to me, mate, be positive. We're going to do this. I said, Dave, these aren't a bottom two team for a start. And I think they'll come here, they'll soak up the pressure. And when you know that Wolves don't score, you will win that game. And that's exactly what happened. Eight. It's a dereliction of duty that we've relied on Raul Jimenez for five years and even thought we could get away with it after he's had, basically, a car crash injury that he's never going to be the same player from. And we go and spend shed loads of money. Sorry, I was going to swear then. I have to change the word. Shed loads of money on the same player time and time again. Did we need Gedesh? No, we didn't. Why didn't we go and spend the money that we, we spent on um, the centre-forward, Kaleidic, which was best part, 20 million, put the money with Gedesh together and go and buy somebody that's not a crock? Because if you did your due diligence on that player and looked at his injury record, you would never, ever have signed him. You'd have come to me and said, should we sign him? I'd say, you're joking. He's only played 20 games in three years. We must be off our absolute rockers. Who is sanctioning this? And you've got to come back to two people, and those two people are Scott Sellers and Jeff She. And yep. until they're gone, we'll be down. And I'm telling you now, they'll desert us like rats off a sinking ship. And it'll take yep. us a long time to get yep. back up. I'm telling you. I'm sorry. I'm angry. I'm, I'm really angry. Angry <laughs> I
2: think to be on. To be fair, Keith, I think angry frustrated, vexed, bewildered. All of these words are summing up the fan base at the moment, and this has been festering for quite a while. Why- Dave,
6: there's four years of... The first four years under Nuno, it's gone, mate. All that groundwork, it's gone. It'll, it'll take year after year after year to yep. build that again, and it's gone, mate. It's gone. We've destroyed it. Not us, not me and you, because we're always there. These lot will be gone long before me and you. I'm telling you, long gone. Wayne,
2: do you want to come in on come in now with more points that you want to make?
5: No, look. I mean, I, I just agree with absolutely, you know, look, everything that he said. I mean, all the groundwork, all the work that you know, Fosun did initially to get us from the Championship up into the Premier League, and and you know, look, as supporters, we used to be proud we could go toe to toe with any of the big teams. We may not have always, you know, got a win, but we scared them. We go into every single game now, and as soon as Wolves concede, it's almost like, do you know what? I feel like we've lost this. They proved against Leicester how fragile this group is. That was a wonder goal. He could hit that 100 times, and that would only go in the back of the net once. But then they just totally capitulated on the pitch. you got players like Johnny who can't even be asked running back, mm. tracking. You know, they, You know everybody says, do they care? Well, I'll tell you what, Dave. Why should they care? Because if Wolverhampton Wanderers get relegated, they're moving on to other clubs. They don't Money give why? a... Yeah? Money. Yeah. Yeah. It's They don't give a damn about this club. Now... You know, you go on about all these Portuguese players. We know, I know, and everybody else knows what it is to be a fan of Wolverhampton Wonders. You know the history. You know what it means. How can you expect, really, Portuguese players to come in? And do they really understand the history? I believe Nuno did, because I think Nuno studied it. He went right through it. <clears throat> now, when they sacked Nuno right? Everybody was there and saying, oh, he's finished now. It was through a COVID season. There were many things. I was suffering mentally. I was seeing a bloody psychologist. I ballooned in weight. I put 30 kilos on. I've now lost 35 kilos in six months. There are things, and there are issues, and there are problems that go on. It was premature to get rid of him. And then what do they do? They take up the cheap option in Bruno Large. Are you talking about Villa and Unai Emery? Don't expect Wolverhampton Wanderers to do that. That costs money. Now We don't know how much compensation Aston Villa had to pay. But I'll guarantee you... I've been
2: told that it's about six million.
5: Okay, but Wolverhampton Wanderers won't pay compensation. But they will go and pay 37 million on a striker. The manager is the most important and integral part of a football team exactly right if you haven't got a good manager it doesn't matter how good your bloody players are on the pitch because you're like a ship without a rudder you've got no direction dave, and i'll dave. tell you something dave we have no direction
6: Dave.
5: okay dave. and you know i i you know, I, I am fuming I, I it, can, this, I can, this I is feel this is beyond feel, it.
2: feel your anger <laughs> coming through the screen Keith, you just wanted to come in
6: yeah, there. Yeah, just just quickly. <coughs> Man City. I think I told you this story um, three years ago. We lost three 0 on a Monday night. We were there early, right? And we there's a big ASDA over the road from it, so we went and had something to eat in there. I know. I do in
2: there. there myself. Yeah. Yep. we had <coughs> two in there,
6: and two Wolves guys walking. Scheduling drink. Regalia, all in the Wolves <laughs> get up and what have you, and they got tabards on. So we sat next to it, they come and sat next to us and he seen my pin badge and asked me who he was and he was a kit man. And um, I said, oh, what's it like? You know, he said, well, I've been kit man for 34 years. I've seen my fair share of um, managers. I said, oh, have you? He said, yeah, yeah. I said, well, obviously you have. He said, yeah. He said, uh, I said, what's this one like? No, no, he said. When he walks in the room, in the changing room, it can be all laughter, jovial, everything. It goes completely silent. This is about Nuno. Yeah. When he walks in the changing room, there is complete silence. You are in no doubt that he is the boss. No one else. And when he speaks, no one speaks. He has got the dressing room. He's the best manager he'd seen in 34 years, he says. And he runs that. It's a tight ship. It's a small ship. But he is the boss. We ain't had that since Dave. We it's gone. And until we get a manager like that, because I wouldn't blame that man if he never stepped foot in Wolverhampton again, because these idiots have treated him like something on the bottom of your shoe.
2: It's, it's I think, and you know what, mate. Uh, and I will say this again, and I'll come on to Alex in a second. I. Sat down and had a conversation for an hour with someone. I ain't going to say who it is, but they they are very 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 close to uh, Nuno through their association with the club and the work that they do for the club. And he knows Nuno, the, knew Nuno incredibly incredibly well. And obviously, I can't say no. But this is a th- this is the conversation. This was when Bruno uh, Nuno was being mooted as coming back, and he told me. And I said it previously, no word of a lie, Nuno would walk across the literally across the sea to come back to Wolves. He rang him up and he said, I wanna cut his words were to this guy who is a friend of his plays golf with him, was going over to Saudi Arabia to visit him and stuff like that. I want to come home. I want to come home. Those were his words. I home. Home. He used the word home. He's not from England or anything, but he sees Wolves and Molyneux and the Wolves as his second home. He wants to come home. And he even asked about his... Uh, apparently about what his old house still free, that sort of stuff. And, you know, he was hoping it would come back. So all this stuff that was put out, obviously he did quote, which he's going to do in the Saudi press and say, I've got a contract. He's going to say that publicly. Privately, he's desperate to come home. He said... When he left, this is farewell, not goodbye. It said everything you need to do. The reason why he left in the first place because him and Jeff She had a massive, massive falling out. This is what I'm told. A big argument where N- Nuno wanted the investment to take the club forward. Jeff was coming out of the pandemic apparently, and I'm, this is allegedly that I'm being told. Said we ca- we can't afford to do this and. Nuno said well I might this is what the guy the Nuno's told the guy who told me I might as well not be here then he said and and he went no and they had a falling out now apparently Jeff did go over there and obviously there's conversations that's happened whether or not they've told Nuno apparently Nuno apparently wanted said he'd pay some of the compensation as well to come back that's how much he wanted to come back yeah. so He'd pay the money and they basically told him who he could bring in and then there's this other thing that's come out that you know jeff was trying to to <laughs> jeff was trying to sort it out so he could come back and then it's been blocked by the top brass in china so which how much of that is all true but it, there's multiple sources saying all of these things this is why i say if the, if they've got any common sense right now the only Real person that can come back and try and get a grip of this mentality and br- bring the heart back to this to the club in the short term, at least, it is is Nuno because he gets it, he understands, he's got that respect and reverence with the players already, and he was- yeah.
5: But Dave, but Dave, what you've got to understand is, if any of this is true whatsoever, why would Nuno even contemplate coming back?
2: I think genuinely because he he feels <coughs> unfinished business, uh, and he genuinely he genuinely <coughs> loves, and his heart and soul is in Wolves. He was never in Tottenham. He what he never wanted to leave in the first place. Not really. We all were in <coughs> shock when he left there was a lot of the fans wanted him to go fair enough because of the football and the way it is, but there were circumstances with the pandemic and you know what was available at the time, not playing with any fans in the stadium. We all thought that when we got the fans back in the stadium the next year, which was last season, he'd be able to kick it on and get it back in, and he didn't get that chance, and I feel that's how he feels. he's got unfinished business Jeff and Nuno, I think could build those bridges back up again,
5: I, and you know,
2: people, I, have I, I, people have arguments, don't they? Then they? They get past it.
5: I don't think so. No, no this is just not, my personal opinion. I don't no, think so.
2: I'm just saying what I've been told. Um, and
5: but, Dave, it's 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 all ESA. It's all conjecture. There's no. We had no evidence. I mean, if if you went into a courtroom. And you went up to a judge and said, I've heard this, I've heard that. Absolutely. You'd be thrown out. Well, I could
2: back
5: back it up. You've got to have things based on actual facts and actual factuality. And all of this is really nice. But all it is, is I've heard from so and so, I've heard from this. Look, at the end of the day, what we do know is I think all fans can see that the people that are running the club at board level, are not up to the the job, and they need to be removed. Now, I would say to Fosin, this is my personal opinion to Fosin, if you care about Wolverhampton Wanderers, you will remove She and Sellers because the asset that you have bought is depreciated by every single passing day that goes by. Because I tell you what, when we land in the championship, which is where I believe we are going to... Land at the end of this season. All of those players that we've got have gone. And I agree, we won't come straight back up. You've only got to look at Wolverhampton Wanderers in our history. We're not a team that comes straight back up. We will hang around the championship for quite a few years because that is the Wolves way. And everybody, and everybody turns around, and you've heard it, Oh, well, we're an established Premier League side now. How the hell are we an established Premier League side? How long have we been back in the Premier League? I'll tell you what's an established Premier League team. Teams like Everton, teams like Liverpool, teams like United, teams like Chelsea, all of those teams, they are established Premier League teams. We are not.
2: Reality, we won't, we, we won't be if we go down this year. Alex, I want you to come in because you've been quiet for a little bit. Yeah. You know, what I mean, what would you want to happen as a young fan, 19 years of age? For you, what's the solution? What are you feeling? How angry are you or upset are you? How angry
7: are you or upset your dad? Um, It's upset me a lot, but with my dad. My dad's been going since the 70s and it's upset him a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Because obviously, my dad's been supporting Wolves since he was about six years old. I've been supporting Wolves since I was about three. And literally, you know what I'm saying. Like, what I'd love for to do is to sack Jeff She because he's not showing any emotion. And I saw him um, a photo on um, Twitter on um, after the game on Sunday, and there's just Jeff She just not looking bothered at all. Like, there's me going home from the game. He's not looking bothered at all on Twitter. And it's like, and then, and then as well, as my dad said to me, Jeff, she obviously Scott Sellers has got a board and a pen on next to him on a table next to a bunch of Wolves people. Apparently, he didn't pick a pen up the whole game to write anything down. He just watched it, he just watched it happen. And it's just like, like, like Wayne says to me earlier, we're going down. I think we will. And if we do go down, it's going to take a foundation of years to build it back up. But if soon don't have the ambit- same ambition as they did years ago, we won't come back up. But what we need to do is have team spirit. We need to... If we brought, brought Nuno back, he had team spirit, didn't he? You know what I'm saying? And if we bring a new- in a new manager, hopefully they can bring in team spirit. Hopefully, you know, hopefully he can get the financial backing that you can have. Because, you know, we don't want to spend too much money because look at United, they've spent over a billion pounds and they've done won no trophies at all. But what we're saying is, you know what I'm saying? But if we bought in Lopetegu, which he rejected us, he's the one who gave Neves the captaincy at Porto at 17 years old. And I think that'd be a great option, but we need, we need to wait. But at the moment, Steve Davis isn't <laughs> the one. It's a... It's too much of a big job for him, to be honest, I think.
2: It's like what uh, the guys have been saying. He's been thrown under the bus, really. He's a Wolves fan. He believes gold and black. He'll do anything. He's like, you know, he's, a, he's an honourable person. He's a, he's a really top top yeah. lad. I um, the
6: similarities between this and 2012,
2: mate. A hundred percent. I've said this. It's kind of like exactly what happened the last time.
6: We're diseased at the moment. This club is diseased from the top. It's All twenty it's twenty twelve, mark two. It is, mate. It is, mate. But,
2: but, but, but as I'm like, I, I have to try and be on the positive Only side. The difference being is
6: we're early on in the season. Early
2: in the season. Correct. We're not massively cut adrift. We've got three games, you know, got to hope we can get some points before be, be, between now and the World Cup or they make a decision. It's not. We won't,
5: say. We it's won't. It's
2: not, not too late, is it? It's not too late.
5: Dave, well, well, I'm going to say this. Here you go, all for your viewers, right? Aston Village just spanked Brentford four 0 Correct? Yes. Yeah. You watch Brentford go and spank us.
2: Yeah, I, I wouldn't, be surprised. I wouldn't we, be surprised. I'll be there. Yeah. Thank you to thanks to a friend of mine. Um, <laughs> but because like, I you
5: know be why, Dave? They have a striker. They have a proper striker. I, I
2: wish we had Ivan Tony in our team, I tell you. But what I'm saying to you, it's not too late yet. It's, it's, we're not down yet. But if we don't act, and I think this is the frustration and the But Dave,
5: is- it's, it's, it's a manager. We're man- all banking on a manager to come in and to change what's happening on the pitch. I don't see that that is just going to happen like that. Everybody thinks, get a manager in. Everything's going to be okay. I'm sorry, mate. These players have got the wrong attitude and they have got the wrong mentality. They There's do no not has have the... To... no, no
6: war. war in that team.
5: That's There's right. No they don't, don't have, stomach. <clears> they
6: thing don't
5: thing have stomach. the stomach. They don't
6: have
0: the stomach.
2: It's depressing. <laughs> it's really Bottom depressing. Job, I'm hoping that, they get, that, that, that it's not too late. We can get someone in who can install that... Mentality and that spirit, and the the team back into the team because there is a lot of talent in this squad, and they're underperforming individually and as a unit. Their confidence is shot, and if you get the right person in, it can galvanise the team and get Dave, more out of them. Dave, then we Connor can.
6: Cody, Connor Cody weren't the best player in the world, no, but he was a leader. Correct. You'll remember this bloke. Wayne'll remember him. Alex won't. John McGovern. Yep. John McGovern was a bang average player, but he was a brilliant leader for Nottingham Forest. They won every cup by the FA Cup, two European Cups.
5: He was bang average. And Dave, I saw, and I saw Wolves, and I saw Wolves beat the European champions in 1980 at Wembley. I was there, Dave. All right. I'll tell you what, I can't see this lot winning a cup for many, many years to come.
2: Well, we've got leads coming up soon in the next round and we're gonna we're gonna have to start closing off this uh, section because this has been absolutely fun. Fa- and a lot of guys I really appreciate your your passion um and your direct thoughts.
5: Was- to you on twitter
2: yeah.
5: yeah. Hi, uh, look me up, I'll look you up. It's nice to meet I'll some of this as, up, as angry I'll as me. I'll
2: connect you to. up. Don't <laughs> worry about that. And um, what I'm saying, you haven't swore, which is hard not to do when you're so try, passionate. Surprising for me. <laughs> Alex, let's have a final thoughts before we get to uh to the wheel of death. We'll call <laughs> we call that on oh, this one. Alex, final thoughts, your highlight from the weekend. Are you you and anything positive you want to say?
7: I don't really even think there there is a highlight. I'd say the first ten minutes really 10 where we were playing well and then it just fell apart. Just I just don't think there's a <laughs> highlight at all, to be honest. I could just say until they scored, really, because until they scored, we was just we was okay, but then once Tillman scored that day just the, Is there the, any the, hope the for the got...
2: Brentford game, Alex? Do you have hmm? any, positive, any hope that we can do well at Brent? We can get results at Brentford?
7: Who just Normally, lost. I am hopeful, but I'm not very confident. I'm not very confident at all. No, I don't think no one needs to be honest, but we've got a hope, ain't we? <laughs> we've got a hope. But I'm not confident. I'm sorry, but I I've got to say yeah, I'm not confident. Here's
2: a good strength. John Bowman, Wolves are a violin without strings. We won't get a note out of it till it's re strung.
7: Like so right.
2: Keith. Um, give me your highlights and some positives. Uh, Come on.
5: Oh, Christ.
2: On. Okay, there is nothing from Keith. He's shaking his head. If you're listening to the podcast, Keith has said he's. just papering
6: over cracks if you're trying to find positives, Dave. There are no positives.
2: Okay, there are no positives. And Wayne.
5: Yeah, the only positive uh, for me is what a beautiful uh, Leicester City's first goal was, mate. Was Absol- <laughs> absolute, absolute crack. No, Dave. There's no positives from a performance like that. Uh, like I said, look, mate, if you're looking for positives out of that, mate, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel.
2: I think we've scraped the business. bottom of the barrel. We're scraping the dirt underneath the barrel.
5: Yeah, hello, <laughs> well, that's well. That is what well.
2: Barry West says, I think we needed this discussion, Dave. Well, that's what the channel's all about. You know, we, if it's good and it's good, but it, we give people the opportunity to come on and express, and that's what we're about. Guys, it's time for the wheel. Let's have a little bit of light-hearted, lightheartedness to finish a bit of off. A good with. <laughs> yes, we've got the wheel. Can you see the wheel on the screen?
5: Yeah. No. Yes.
2: Here we go. Let's spin that wheel. Is it going to be bill or no bill? Have you had this one before? No, you haven't. Um, this is a bit lighthearted. Um, who was your first crush? will go with you first, Wayne.
5: Uh my first crush, I, I went to Bridge North in day school, and um I was actually in a, a long-term relationship with a girl called Amanda Carter for four years, but there was a there was always a girl there called Come Katrina tonight, Davis. Mate,
2: she's here right now. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, there was there was always a girl there called Katrina Davis, and we got on really well and she was like uh, she was always a girl that I, I had a I had a crush and I always kind of think Wonder what have happened if we actually had hooked up, and I think we could have, but we just never did. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Katrina Davis, Bridget North and David School. If Katrina's out there and around and listening, uh, I... guys, <laughs> hi.
2: Look you up. Look you up. It's still not. It's not too late, as they say. Alex, we'll go with
7: you next. Um, my first you're only nineteen, question. so you, you should be you should be able to remember this. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I was obviously first going into senior school. It was the first week and the first day I looked at this girl called Katie and I was like, wow, she's stunning. And it's just, you know, I never had the guts to talk to her because I was just a shy kid. What's her surname, Alex? Oh, uh, no, I'm not, not going to say it, but, you know, but, yeah, it's just... She might... Come on, Alex, come she's on. have a better thing for you as well, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. She was, into the, she, she was into the popular ones, but, you know, But I was just a shy kid. I never really said anything to her, but, you know. Until, Katie, like, if you're night. out
2: there, it's not too late.
7: You yeah.
2: <laughs> Keith. Wonder you. Woman, Dave. Wonder Woman. <laughs> we could do with her on the pitch at the moment. With we could her do with her in the dugout. Well, we definitely could. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for being so forthright. Uh, that's what it's all about. And as I say, you, you, you put it across in the right way. It's been a lot of passion. There's a lot of anger out there at the moment. It needs to be brought out. We just hope that there's people listening and action is taken because, you know, we we, we, we don't want all that money and effort to get back into the Premier League and est- establish ourselves, go to waste and out there, and, you know, because, you know, surely Foson don't want to... It's back in the Championship, all that investment they put in. Truly, they they, they want to make the right decisions now before it's too late. But thank you very much.
7: No worries. Cheers. Thanks, guys.
2: Thank you, everyone. Wayne, Alex and Keith, absolutely brilliant to have them on. And next up, we're going to be bringing on regular pundit to the show, Jack and... You can see that Keith is already red with anger. He's he's red with anger. Um, and Keith wanted to come on the show tonight, and I'm sure he's going to uh, be interested. If call me Keith see...
0: again, Dave, no, if you call me Keith again, I'm going to whack you.
2: Whack oh, Craig, you. sorry, Craig. If <laughs> <laughs>
0: you call me Keith again, this is, this is COVID, right? This is, this is coming out of COVID, so don't. So don't make it worse.
2: Sorry, sorry. I mean, Craig. Sorry, think, that's having well, so many people on me. in the screen and reading the thing. Craig, um, Craig has unfortunately got COVID, so you're not a uh, band yeah. practice
0: tonight. No, no, no. I, it's 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 my my first day being negative today, so I've I've had a negative day. Today. How
2: are you feeling?
0: Um, much much better, <laughs> but I've spent uh, three days in bed. Uh, it was pretty rough And uh, and Sunday didn't help, did it? But, but there you no, go No, it didn't
2: And Jack, um, can... welcome Hiya, Jack You're right, okay Craig, make your point
0: Yeah um, Dave, Dave, uh, we're in trouble And we've been in trouble for about a season and a half at least um, you, know, uh, you know what I did uh, for a job I've been a, in senior management uh, most of my working life and, and it's really easy for people to moan at at senior managers because uh, people rarely understand what they do. When you get uh, a bad manager, it's really easy to see because nothing works. Nothing nothing works down, down the whole business. Um, Jeff Shee needs to go, and he needs to go very quickly because he doesn't know uh, what he's doing. And he hasn't known uh, what he's been doing since he he uh, replaced the director of football that he's never replaced. I'll do it myself. Well, the bloke's a numpty because uh, he doesn't uh, understand football. He doesn't understand how football clubs work. And so it starts at the very top. The moment we lost our, our director of, of football, this club started to lose its its uh, direction. And that's why, uh, and I believe ev- everything that you said about uh, your um, your contacts, With Nuno, the moment that Nuno started to uh, be um, miserable on the sidelines was when we'd lost. We'd lost the director of football, and she's influence started on our club. That bloke does not know what he's doing. Worse than that, the bloke under him is an even bigger prat. He's an even bigger numpty. He's an even bigger dickhead, right? He he needs to get out uh, uh, as well. Because between she and Sellers, they're crucifying our club. We can moan about, uh, about players and some of our players need to hang their heads in shame because we'll say that they will have no direction and no leadership, which is clear. They have no shape. They have no leadership. The biggest problem is that all comes from above them. And there is no leadership above them. So there is no structure anywhere um, in our club. You can bring the best players uh, in the world into Wolves at the moment, and they will not play. Man United are, are an absolute mirror about what's going on at, at Wolves now. That club is poison from the top down, and we've we joined their uh, their club. There's there's no point talking about tactics on the on the field because because it's deeper than that. You know, I made some some uh, some points here, and I I, I apologise uh, to. To uh, uh other guests there There's no spine down the club Three um, Three wins in the last 20 games Our goal scoring record Over the last two and a half seasons Have been appalling We have a chronic scoring issue Yet Sellers and Bruno Talk about Cody And dismantle our greatest asset which was, the, which was our back line That was the reason That we were doing so well but, but they decide to focus on Cody and say that he's not good enough. What? Why should he stop? Why should he stop? So, so the reason we were we, were, we were not losing games, these two Muppets have a, have a go at one of our greatest uh, leaders and, and uh, assets. They did nothing about about the lack of goals, which has been killing us for two and a half seasons. Um, and our midfield... I love never's martinina but they are slow they want to play pedestrian they want to hold it back they don't do the first ball and we've been, we've been talking about this uh, Dave for, for the last year and a half It's slow teams teams can easily uh, uh, defend against us but our rot starts in the, in the boardroom right I'll shut up there for a bit and, and get me caught the back.
2: Mate, I'm telling you what it's. There's a lot of people agreeing with what you've got to say, Jack. Um, you're, you know, you're generally the voice of reason on this channel when you come on and talk. But like, really going to be Latoya kept you to the to the end. You've listened to a lot of the guests. Uh, what are you? What do you want to say tonight?
8: It's difficult to disagree, isn't it? I mean, I, I think going back to what Craig's just said about businesses. Wolves need to do an external review. Whether it's Fosen, whether it's Chairman Guo, he needs to come in and say, right, someone who's independent of the club, who's never set foot in Molyneux or Compton Park before, needs to come in and go, right, who's this guy? What's his role? What are we paying him? Is he justifying his salary? Who's this? What are they doing? I'll give you two examples from yesterday of how you can see how badly run the club is at the minute. Number one, at half time on the pitch, they had the half time game, didn't they? There were 10 members of staff stood around. They needed one, and it was the presenter, Gemma, with the microphone. I don't know what the other nine people were doing. They all just stood around in the tracksuits. The... Uh, were they there for moving the thing? Possibly, but they don't need to be stood there. Do they? they could have gone back to the side and then come and got it at the end, couldn't they? It's, yeah. just, it's just Again, it's lack of leadership, lack of cohesion. And then the second one was the flares. I know someone's touched on it earlier. Why are Diego Costa and Joe Martino having to get flares off the pitch? Absolutely. When we've got safety stewards, fire stewards, all these people that are paid and employed by the club to deal with that issue.
1: Ridiculous. Why is Diego
8: Costa having to get a flare off the pitch or a smoke bomb, whatever you want to call it? That is ridiculous. And that is exactly what Craig was saying and Sutton oh. and Wayne and everyone else. It comes from the top. At the minute, yeah. there is zero accountability at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Zero. Because Jeff Shee has given a manager the job who probably didn't think that he would ever get it, Steve Davis. When they said to him on Sunday, the 3rd of October, when they sacked Bruno Large, will you take the team training? He probably thought, yeah, I'll do that for the week and I might have someone in for next week. If not, I'll do the Chelsea game and then they've got someone else. He's now potentially, if they go through with this and keep him there, He's going to have managed 20% of our season as an interim manager. Which other club would risk an interim manager for 20% of the season? Now, this is not Steve Davis's fault. I want to make that really, really clear. It is not his fault. Okay, but you cannot be making those kind of decisions. We need a manager in the dugout for Saturday. Jeff Sheen needs to swallow his pride, eat humble pie, whatever you want to call it. Sorry, guys, we made a mistake. Steve Davis isn't going to manage us till the new year. This is our guy. He needs to be on the phone to Lopetegu now, because I still think that's his plan, to wait till the Christmas period, till Lopetegu's had some time with his family. What about now, Julian? He needs to be on the phone to him tonight, if not yesterday, and saying, if you can't come today, you are not coming at all. The deal is dead. And we need to go and find someone else who will come in. OK, absolutely. we cannot just keep meandering along this season. You look at the league table now, it looks terrible. It makes terrible reading for this football club, but it is not irrecoverable. We need clarity from the top. We need accountability. We need responsibility. And until that comes from the top, it's never, ever going to come on the pitch. You can see players. I mean, Johnny Otto, absolutely disgraceful performance yesterday. Yeah. Disgraceful cost us at least three goals. At least three goals. In fact, it was three goals because he wasn't on the pitch for the fourth, was he? My, my mistake. But that's not... You, you can't just go, oh, we lost that game because of Johnny Otto. That's just part of the bigger issue. You know,
0: there's, yeah, there's yeah. people... Can I, can, I, can I make a point? Um, why hasn't somebody on the coaching staff asked tomato to mark nearer to, to his touchline, the out he always leaves about 10 yards between him and the wing, and there is always an out ball, as, as happened at Crystal Palace twice for both of their goals over, over, over the side of him. What, why is a coach not said to him, Nelson, you're too far uh, into the penalty area, you need to be close to the touchline? What, why, if <laughs> we can see that, what, What? why can't this? This genius, Sellers. What can't he see? Because he ain't a genius. He's a prat, and he needs to get out of Wolves.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. There is so much. Um, so the, the, I mean, I'm really feeling it tonight, and it's it's manifesting itself over the last week. I think with the managerial situation, the results, the capitulation at the weekend, the fans are desperate. And I think, Craig, I think we... we and Jack, you probably all be fair. So the, the fans have been very, very patient for a long, long oh, they've time.
0: They've been amazing. Been they have
2: been patient. And to, if Jeff thinks and Scott thinks that the weekend was bad, that's nothing compared to what it could be. Uh The fans still supported the team, got behind the players. They made their voices heard, uh, their, their opinions heard at certain points during the game. There was... Still a lot of the fans that stayed at the end to show support to the players. And I do want to just give a shout out. I know Collins didn't have a great game, but like a lot of the players that you mentioned went off down the touchline at the end of the game. Ruben Neves came round the ground to the to the fans and applauded the fans. And even Collins who basically had a dreadful, you know, had four go in, he had the uh, the balls to come round to the fans and stay out on the pitch. And he went all round apologising, you know, and that says something about a 21-year-old that he would do that, you know, that he cared enough to do but that. But, but, just, do you, but just on how that How on, on the pitch, day. Jack? Who stayed on, on the pitch?
8: Yeah, just on that day, Collins came out after the game, didn't he? And he yeah. said... The, and the, at the very least the fans want to see us try hard. Now if you read between the lines of that, he's saying that some of those players on the pitch weren't trying hard. And well, they weren't. Now You're shall right, we go
2: to, shall we go through the team, folks?
0: Can I make what one one last point to you? You yeah. might think that, that, that I'm an hard nosed
7: Um
0: I love it mate. To, well no no I've had to do I've had to do some some pretty tough things in my career. Of, of, of sack people and, and whatever. And it's never nice. And, and any, any, anybody that, in, that enjoys that sort of thing is, is, is a bit creepy. But um, the one thing that I would always look for, I will always look for a competence in a job. So um, I think on, on the Collins front, he's just bloody nervous at the moment. He's playing in a team that he's looking at And he's thinking, I thought I'd come into A star-studded team here And I am crapping my pants Every time the ball comes near me I think he's recoverable But, but you look at the, the lots of Bruno Which is why I, I wasn't sorry to see Bruno go Jeff She and, and Sellers And in a managerial point of view You look at, at problems And you look at, at, at What are your problems How long have they been there And who's done anything about it we have had the same problems at Wolves now for two and a half seasons and nothing's happened. The recruitment has been absolutely shocking. Our tall lad um, uh, that came in, I know he's bad luck and all that, but his injury record... oh yeah, Manny.
1: man, um,
0: <laughs> his, his injury record, Dave, is appalling. We shouldn't have touched him with a barge pole. His injury record was dreadful... What what were spend me that sort of money on him for? So so sh- so she and sellers and the whole spine of, of our management are culpable in a, in, a, um, in all of this. And now it's taken form in our in our first team, and they are that they lack uh, cohesion. There is no plan there. There is no structure there. There is nobody fighting for each other because we've got no leadership in the club.
2: Well, we're going to, I mean, Manny, you're coming in. First of all, I just want to say a big thank you to Neil and Richard uh, for your super chats. That really helps fund the software for doing this sort of stuff. So thank you very much. Craig, you make some really good thoughts, and Jack. Manny, it's been, um, you've, first of all, Manny's coming on late because it's um, Diwali. He's been over at the temple. He says if he gets back on, he'll come on towards the end. Um all
7: how are you
9: doing? You know what, Dave? I haven't listened to anything, obviously. I've only just clicked on StreamYard. And uh, all I can say is forget football. Let's take up fishing or something, you know, something a bit more peaceful and relaxing, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, very passionate, uh, a really passionate show tonight with a lot of people. There's a lot of anger. Yeah. We're like, um. Let, let's see what you want to say, because you've come on now. And uh, obviously the guys can jump in on what you say. Okay. But- what Points would you like to make
9: first of all? I didn't go to the game. Um, obviously, I was busy this three days, I had you know unbelievable following my faith as a Sikh. And um, uh, Sundays, especially I hate Sundays when they play football on a Sunday because it's my day of rest and recuperation. And um, uh, uh, so I didn't go to the match and I watched 10 minutes, I think, up to up until they scored. And I couldn't believe how well Wolves played until they scored. And then it obviously all fell apart um, uh, after that. But for me, there's one problem at Wolves. And for me, it's not Steve Davis. It's not even Scott Sellers. (laughs) It's Jeff Shee. Jeff Shee is the problem at Wolves. If you speak, if you ever um, get close to anybody at the club, whether it's um, people who work in the foundation, whether it's people who work... um, I don't know, in the retail, whether it's people who work on um, the front of house security. Jeff Shee is not approachable. He's not a very, um, you know, he doesn't show passion or emotion. He's very straight-faced, very cold, bit of a control freak. And it's all come to fruition, is not it? He's pretty much ripped out the fabric of the club, I called it on a tweet. The fabric, which was people like Kevin Thalwell, people like Laurie Dalrymple. These people were in place. These were football people. These were people's people. They knew how to talk to players. They knew how to talk to fans. And that bond is so, so important. You can have all the talent in the world. I can buy 10 Formula One cars. I don't know how to bloody drive them. They'll be no use to me. I'll be crashing them everywhere. And pretty much what Wolves have done is they've collected, almost like playing football manager, Jeff She's playing I'm pretty sure he does read Twitter and he plays football manager and believes which players we should sign, depending on that. And um it doesn't work like that because what you don't get in football manager and FIFA and um esports is is passion, is emotion, is leadership, is teamwork, it's wanting to be there for each other, um having each other's back, you know, protecting players that might be suffering. We've ripped all that out, we've ripped the fabric out in the coaching staff, we've ripped that fabric out in the managerial staff, we've ripped that fabric out in the playing staff, so yeah players will change Dendonko, would you have him back? I think we I would right now. It, I, thought we, I think we, compared to what we've got, I think we might have kept him Cody, would you have him back? Yeah. Is he any worse than what we've got there at the moment? <laughs> Let's be honest you know Sice, is he any worse than what we've got? (laughs) You know, we've ripped a lot of players out very quickly. Very experienced players. Yes, they will be managed out. Marcel or Sice. But we've done it a lot. Ruddy, you know, another one. These players were in and around the youngsters. We've got a lot of young players. Kilman and Collins, remember, they're talented defenders, but they're very young. This type of pressure they've never felt before. Who do they turn to? They've got no manager. They've got no coach. You've sacked the manager. Who's he going to go? Go above the manager. Jeff, Shee and Scott Sellers. Are they going to be the compassionate ones to put their arms around them? No. So where's the leaders? There's no leaders. All the pressures on one man, Ruben Neves, you know, as, as our captain, he's pretty much been left alone. He's just got that captain's armband, almost like a token gesture. You know, we're lacking leadership. We're lacking foresight. We're lacking just pure passion and emotion of what we're, trying to do as a football club. And we've ripped all that out. And the man responsible for all of that is Jeff Shee. He took that responsibility upon himself. He got rid of all those key players and said, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do that. He appointed somebody from the youth setup who was completely out of his depth um, in in the role alongside him, Scott Sellers. You know, he appointed him. It's no good saying, oh, we want Sellers. Who, Who appointed him? Jeff She appointed him. You know, I've heard rumors why he's appointed. I don't like to listen to rumors, Dave, without any substance. I don't like listening to people saying, but somebody told me this was out the blue about three months ago. Somebody said um, Jeff Shee uh, was facing a driving ban. He was about to get three points, which would have banned him, and Scott Sellers took the points for him. Scott Sellers took the points for him, and he's done him a favor and promoted him. And this, okay. It's come from quite a, a knowledgeable person, but I don't, you know, for me, it's without any evidence. It's just hearsay. But actually, the more you think about it, the more it seems like that, you know, he's promoted somebody from nowhere into that role and got rid of, look at Kevin Thalwell. Look what happened to Everton. The first thing he did was make sure, you know, when Cody came available, get him in, because he knows that takes so much pressure off a manager. You got Cody in the dressing room, Every young player has got a point of contact. He's around everybody. And yet, and that value, that value you, can't, you can't price that. Now, we got rid of Cody for four and a half million quid. He's gone. He ain't coming back. He's gone. Four and a half million quid. We got rid of Dendonka for like peanuts compared to what we spent on Nunes and Guedes, right? We got rid of Marcel, Saiz, Ruddy for nothing. So it wasn't money. This was how uh, we need to raise lots and lots of money because we've got rid of them for nothing. You know, and, and again, it all goes back to Jeff Shee. He appoints a manager. He <laughs> appoints Scott servers, He decides to get rid of all those key positions. Until Jeff Shee leaves the club, nothing will change. I, Manny, I, I, I'm,
2: Manny I'm sorry. And, and Craig. Um, mate, this is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. You, look look, you look at it this way, Dave. Look yeah. at it this way. Kevin Thalwell fell out
8: with Jeff Shee. Laurie Dalrymple fell, fell out with Jeff Shee. Nuno fell out with Jeff Shee. Bruno Large fell out with Jeff Shea. Where's your common yeah. denominator?
2: Well, I said that as a, as a tagline, um, you know, the headline thing, should she sack Sellers? No. But, like, should...
9: Falson. Falson need to. What, what does she have? You know, what power does he have? He, the companies he's managed in the past for Fosun were worth about £2 million each. They were hugely massive turnover companies that he was managing. Suddenly he's managing. He's a chairperson of a Premier League football club right at the top level of the football pyramid. The Premier League is the elite league in in the world football and he's been put in place there. And let's be honest, go through all his managerial appointments, only Nuno, which is basically a needle in a haystack haystack that Nuno worked out for him. Everything else has been a failure. Everyone who he's appointed whether it's in the managerial side, whether it's in the playing staff side, has been a failure. Let's be honest, it's been a failure. The Nuno years were great. That was pretty much down to him alone, I would say. And plus he had a group of players who bought into his ideas and they all had natural leadership qualities. All those players did. They had Ruddy and Cody, absolutely huge. Huge in the dressing room. Those people, that mentality, when you go into a room and you've got figures like that, don't matter if they've never played. Keeping them key, keeping them a, as part of the you know, the fabric is so, so important. You bend over backwards to, to, um, uh, to, to keep those players. Look what Lampard said about Cody on the weekend. He's playing in a back four. Kept a clean sheet against Bristol Palace. Bristol Palace who run us ragged every time we play him. He kept a clean sheet against those forwards and they're beating 3-0, playing in a back four. Can't play a back four. Of course, every so often, a centre-half is going to be found out and you're going to come up against some of the best strikers in the world and they're going to get the better of you. That's life. What Connor Cody offered us, offered us, was far more than his um, his frailties, you know. And, and um, uh, we, we ripped that out. We threw that away. We basically put that in the bin. And again... I go back to the person who appoints all these players. You know who appointed Bruno Large, who decided that Nuno's days were numbered. Who decided that he didn't want Dalrymple or Fellwell? You you know, we we all saw that picture on the on the pitch in the Championship days when he's got his arms around Fellwell, Nuno, and Dalrymple, and he's next to the Championship trophy. Here we are, you know, four or five years down the line. He's the only one left because he wants to be the only one left. That's ridiculous.
2: Craig, what's the answer,
7: mate? What's, um, what's well, the answer?
9: Uh, the, you know,
0: every everyone said what the answer is. We've got to get a new CEO in without any. Um, folks are not stupid. This is a multi-billion-pound asset management company. They are. They are not going to throw away hundreds of millions of pounds of investments. So they'll be looking at this really, really closely, and they'll be watching shows like this day. Believe you me. Because I've been wanting to, to understand how the fans feel? Yeah, yeah, without any doubt, we have to get a director of in and we have to start again. But we haven't got the time to spend months about it. We've got to, we've got to highlight who we need, and we've got to put the spine back in the team. Uh, and I mean, uh, the team of Wolverhampton was not just just the first team. On Sunday Dave, with our club in in absolute disarray, we still. Boss the ball on that pitch against what I thought was a very poor left side. I thought Crystal Palace were were quite poor as well, but we are not going to frighten any teams at the moment because we've got no goals in us whatsoever. So, so, so teams are, are more than happy to give us some more. but we need to, uh, uh, we need to point a new CEO. We need a new director of football. Sellers, he's he's clueless. He he, he as as Manny articulately said. He was brought up from the from the, uh, the youth team. Yeah. I've seen these backhanders things, today, but, and I don't mean bribes or whatever. I've seen how this works. Sometimes you can be totally useless and find yourself in a very, very elevated position because you might be a yes man as well. Somebody, yep. somebody that, that is going to say yes to everything that I say. We don't need that at at the moment. Um is Nuno the answer? You know what, Dave? I don't know, but but we need somebody of real strength in this club that isn't afraid to tell people to butt out and to tell those players on the pitch where yeah. there's um, Johnny. Who um, uh, knows? Sort of yeah. At the moment, to get their damn fingers out. Do you do not do that in the black country. Wolves fans expect one thing at the very least, and that is 100% commitment. If you don't give that, mate, we will not forgive you at all. When we go in those trenches, we're going together and we watch each other's backs. That's the way that we're built. And when, when we see members of our team not doing that, uh, you know, Collins is 21 years old and he's seen people that are worth 35 million just walking around on a pitch when we've been battered 4 0. What would that yeah. do for your confidence, Dave?
2: Well, it wouldn't, would it, Jack? You said about um, an independent review coming in, someone <clears> like <throat> outside coming in and a- assessing the club. What you know, I mean, you've heard what Manny's had to say, what Craig's had to say. What's your, what is literally your thoughts on what would happen if you were like the owner right now? What's the action that you would take tomorrow? Well, I think we've kind of all sort
8: of nailed it, haven't we? The club has got no direction. When we were in the Championship, the ambition was promotion. Then it was establishing ourselves. Then it was that FA Cup run. Then it was the Europa League run. I couldn't honestly tell you right here, right now, what our ambition is for this season. I mean, at the, at the minute, it's got to be to stay up, hasn't it? But at the start of the season, oh. if I'd have said to you, what, what are we trying to achieve this season? You'd have oh, ninth, 10th, maybe a Cup run there's no clear direction. There's no clear ambition. And that, again, that comes from the So what we need to do is we need to create a real clear structure within the that me, you, Manny, Craig, everyone who's watching can understand. The yeah. head coach, because we're not going to have a manager, it's going to be a head coach, is in charge of this. This is what he does. The director of football, sporting director, technical director, whatever you want to call him, is in charge of this. This is what he does. And the chairman, the executive chairman, the replacement for Jeff Shee, if you like, this is what he does. And then everyone understands. And then that gives everyone, supporters, players, staff, a level of accountability. And you know, that if something doesn't go right, this is the person that will be able to respond to it and sort it out. Because at the minute, I don't have any faith in Jeff Shee to sort this out. I said earlier, we yeah. need a manager in for the Brentford game. Do I think that's going to happen? No. But we need it. And at the minute, I just don't have any faith that they're going to get their heads out of the sand and go all oh, this up. We need to get a manager in there. We need to sort this. We need to get this sorted. As of right now, I just don't have any faith that they're going to do it.
2: Manny, do you think time is up for Jeff? Then?
9: Oh no, Jeff has to go out the club. I don't care if we get bloody Pep Guardiola in; doesn't matter. Jeff has to go because this is—you're talking about the whole structure of the club from top to bottom and it starts with the chairman it starts with his visions his goals his ethos and then that spreads it spreads into his managers spreads into the playing staff it spreads into the players he's got nothing he's completely unapproachable he's a control freak he gets rid of people he wants to do everything himself and he does it all poorly he does it very very poorly he got a bit lucky with nuno nuno was a great man manager who had the right players nuno came in tomorrow you will probably look around that dressing room and think, bloody hell, I ain't got a single leader in these, in, you know, all my leaders have all been shipped out. Where do I bloody start? You know, because...
2: what, do you know, what, do you know what I think? Um, yeah. I, I've talked about earlier before you come on, where I've, I've been, I have been told that Jeff, the plan is for Jeff for next season, that he's going to move over to... The passion that he really, really is interested in, which is the esports side of things, which is like I've heard this um, from Russell in terms of not he hasn't told me this, but I've had conversation. Jeff loves the esports side of things and stuff like that, and I've been told that that's what the plan is for Jeff, and we're going to get this person in the chairman of the grasshoppers who's more of a f- football thing. If that's the plan, what they're thinking of doing, then they need to accelerate these plans.
9: Dave, if our chairman. If our chairman, a football club in England, a football club in Wolverhampton, the prime football club, one of the founder members of the Football League, has a chairman whose first priority is interest in e-sports, he should be thrown out of that club. He should be thrown out of that club. That's a a bit part. That's an extra bit. All like a merchandise, they're extra bits that fans, you know, me and you and Craig and Jack, we don't need to know about. We're not interested. We don't play it. It's for players, you know. And I know I understand it makes money. I understand it's valuable. But that can't be the prime motive of a chairman of a football club in this country. That's horrific, you know, if that's his thinking, that that's my passion. Well, go and live your passion. Go and buy buy somebody. Go and buy Bilston Town and turn them into the best esports club in the world. You know, this is Wolverhampton Wanderers, one of the founder members of the Football League. Establishing them in the top flight, in the top seat of football is his priority. And if, it's, if that's not his priority, he needs to get out. Honestly, he needs to get out. And... We don't know what his priorities are because guess what? They don't talk. You know, they do the ask balls. But if you look at the ask balls, when you go back to it, it's managed, you know, it's managed, it's totally managed. And he is so clean cut. He is clean cut. There's no emotion. There's no passion. Look at us four. We're just fans, aren't we? And look at the way we're speaking. There's real meaning behind everybody's words. So how come our chairman doesn't have real meaning behind his? And maybe that's just the way he is. And if that's and the way he
2: is. is. I think it is the way he is. I mean he comes from a different get rid of him then. He comes from obviously a different culture. We we know that he goes to the games on his own. He doesn't travel with anyone else. He's quite um a solo type of person, but you do and, and you know he's he's got a, whatever he is very single-minded in what it is, but you've got to have some you've got to be have that emotive. Bit about you, you've got. To- you know when,
9: when when the troops are suffering, you've got to rally around. 100%. Those type of people are no use in the trenches. You know when you you look at each other and think, "Who's there for me?" And this guy's sitting on his own on the table and not talking to anybody. It doesn't work like that. It just doesn't. You can't just press That's buttons and, and buy. Oh, Fosun have given me a hundred million. Let's buy midfielder, winger, dit, dit 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 dit. Here you go. It doesn't work like that. You know, team is literally. You can have a very good team network and a proper setup with rubbish players and they will still put in a shift and perform better than what we're performing. And we've seen that. I'll
2: tell you what, if the manager can get sacked and replaced because he's not performing, then that goes for anyone else.
9: I don't know if you've talked about Steve Davis yet. You know, I feel so, so, so so sorry for him. Honestly, I feel so, so so sorry for him. Hung out to dry, announced, and then even went out and announced until 2023. That's like another six, seven or eight weeks, whatever. That's ridiculous. Absolute ridiculous. This guy has managed Nantwich and crew Alexander. You know, are there 19 better managers in the Premier League than what we have? All of them. Totally. I'd have any Absolutely. one of them. I'd have all yeah, of them. Dave, before what we were. Dave, you mentioned earlier that you'd you
0: had a lot of info about Nuno. And Nuno had gone to She, And he clearly, you see, you see great leaders and great managers identified problems within their businesses. Manuel tells you this, I don't know what you do, Jack. But you are constantly looking. It's not what you do on a day-to-day basis, trust me. You are thinking constantly. You're looking at your business uh, at a very, very wide angle. And you're seeing what works and you're looking at what doesn't work. And if you're a manager of any sort or a leader of any sort, you are looking to put what doesn't work right very, very quickly. We've had something that doesn't work there for 18 months and nobody's done anything about it. Now, you said that uh, Nuno and she fell out. Because Nuno went to Sheen and wanted allegedly, something. yeah, and, uh, and maybe Nuno knew exactly what was going wrong, and he wanted some money to put it right, and that's where they fell out. Because also, good managers know that if you don't put certain things right, you're never going to move forward. And we've 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 not gone forward now; we've actually gone backwards.
7: It's
2: a crying shame, is it? Haven't we, Jack? Yeah. We've absolutely stagnated, yeah. Yeah. We're coming up to uh, two hours on this podcast um, again. It's like, <laughs> it's been a big one again. We need to start, um, obviously, closing it down and stuff like that. So, Jack, Dave. Dave, yeah.
0: Dave, one last thing. Manny, you are, you are a bloody <laughs> hero. And I know that you will out to saying it because you're, you're a <laughs> proper Sikh man. One of my best friends was a, was a Sikh. And, and, yeah. uh, and I, I understand your culture. Let yeah. me tell you something, mate. What you do for society, what you do for the Wolves brand as a <laughs> human being, an individual, my hat is well and truly doctor to you, my friend. You are a super human. <laughs>
9: Cheers, Craig. You know, I appreciate everyone's words. You know, it's, it, is, it just shows you what Wolves have. Wolves have this passion. You, you guys are passionate. I'm passionate. And we do good things together. This is, a you know, what I do is not possible without the togetherness without everybody joining in and playing a part and and that's that's what frustrates you that Wolverhampton is such a wonderful footballing city you know it, we've only got one cl- one club we haven't got you know we're not in London or Birmingham or places like that we've got two or three clubs we're one town one city one club and we we're all very very passionate and every fan you, you speak to has their own passions and their own concerns and 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 They might disagree in terms of who we should sign and who the manager, but actually one thing they do is they all care. And if you care, then you're in a position to, you know, put things right. And right now we don't see our players, our coaching staff, our managers, you know, the people that have been put in place, do they really get it? Do they really care? Would they really, you know, walk over hot coals to, you know, do things that me and you, the fans would do, we would do, you know, if somebody said, well, if you do this and you'll you, you'll get this, then we'd say yeah, we'll do that for our town, for our city for our club, and I just don't think we've got that type of attitude, that type of mentality, and it all stems like I said, from the leader, you get a good leader you go, you send your kids to school the headmaster's rubbish, don't matter how good okay. the teachers are, honestly, you go to work you might have been working for a brilliant company for 20 years, you get a the wrong ceo and you can't wait to get out we've all been there you can't wait to get out there's nothing wrong with the company there's nothing wrong with the job you loved it but but the person the leadership the vision the goals the encouragement the even criticism there's a way of criticism players which actually make them respond and be better i don't think wolves have got anything in their makeup in their makeup—that's all been dis- disintegrated away—and we don't see anything visible. You know, all those people. Russell's a brilliant guy, but he's marketing. Russell is—he's he's a um,
2: Wolves
9: fan. Vinny really- Clark's retail. You know, the, the people that are put forward—they're not really footballing people as such. They're not having a say on what we—what concerns us, the football pitch. The only ones we see is she, and sellers, and that's it. And that's it. You know, we're pretty much, if we went through the whole Premier League and you had to grade all the sporting directors in the chair, we'd be the worst. We'd be the worst in terms of chairman, in terms of um, uh, sporting director, in terms of manager now, No disrespect to Steve Davis. None of the other 19 clubs would sign Steve Davis as their manager. Not for even one match. Not even for one match would they sign Steve Davis as their manager. <laughs> none of them. Do you think Steve Cooper, Nottingham Forest, if they'd lost again, would be calling for Steve Davis? What's wouldn't. You know, if Nottingham Forest were down the bottom. Do you think Leicester, if they'd sacked Brendan Rodgers, if we'd beaten them, would want Steve Davis? I don't think so. No. So no disrespect to Steve and James and all the people being brought in. Go back to the academy, teach the kids, do what you're good at where there's no pressure. You know, that's your forte. That's your I'm specialist Scott's subject. Ellis
2: as well. He did a decent job with the academy.
9: Go back there and do it. You know, we can't... We, we've got enough kids. We've got kids in our team and now we've got bloody kids as staff and kids as managers and kids... You need experience, man. Every walk of life, you always look at the people who experience who, the people who've worn the T-shirt, you know, have walked the walk and they come back to you. You know, if I was going to London, Dave, I'd ask somebody who'd already been. I will not ask somebody who's never been because they'd be telling me a whole road of rubbish. Someone who's been will tell me where the pitfalls are, where the roads are blocked, how long it takes, which roads to avoid. I'm going to listen to him. We haven't got those type of people anymore at our club. We've ripped them all out. And that, again, you go back to the person at the top. He's got to carry the can. You can carry on sacking managers, sacking sporting directors, changing your players. But if the leader, the guy who sets the vision at the top is exactly the same, it will catch up with us again. I'm pretty sure. So this is not, for, for me, yes, a new manager, but we've got to get, and have to, have to just look and think, oh my God, we need you out, mate. We need you out. And I hope, they, I hope they bloody listen. I hope they watch these things because we care, man. I'm walking to bloody Chelsea on behalf of the club. You know, it's because we care. We all care. You know, the way Craig, Jack, you speak, and I'm sure the other speakers have spoke as well. Very he actually very no, passionately care. See you see, we, moment, we, don't, we don't enjoy being angry. We don't enjoy criticising people. Do you think we enjoy that? But when no. we see something wrong, we call it out. I'm, people might think, I, I volunteer for the foundation. I've got links or connections with the, chari- you know, the charity work I do. I'm not scared of telling somebody when they're wrong. Because if you're wrong, you're wrong. And you've broken the spirit of our football club. And we need it back. And it only, we only get it back when you leave the football club, Jeff, wherever you are.
2: Wow. Fantastic, guys. Put it, put it this as well. Just just
8: quickly, we did a two-hour show, didn't we, a few weeks ago about Bruno Lars. He had to go. He was a donkey. He useless. I've not seen a shred of evidence since that he was the main problem. Not a shred. No. You look at Aston yeah. Villa the other day. They stacked Stephen Gerrard. And two days later, they won 4-0. Now, that yeah. shows you that he was the problem. Now, yes, Bruno Large we needed to go. He, of course, he did, but I've not seen yeah. any evidence that he was the main cause of our trouble. None at all.
9: It Bruno gets, go, go, Bruno going has probably um, exposed more suppose, of the cracks yeah. now yeah. because we now see where the real problems are. You know, um, it's easy to aim them at the manager all the time. Now we've got a non-manager in place. Our, our, our focus isn't on him. It's not on Steve Davis. Would you feel sorry for him? He should never be in that position. So our focus now quite rightly switches to the people in control. And now we begin to see things unravelling that these people just do not know what they're doing. They're beyond their position. They're promoted. Why they're promoted? <laughs> There's something something going on somewhere. But it happens at all workplaces. You know people at your workplaces who've got managerial jobs who you haven't got a clue how they've got there and they've got there. And and you can't have that in a football club because my job doesn't involve or affect any of you guys, but a football club it affects the whole city. There's, you know, hundreds and thousands of people affected. So, you know, people are paying 600, 800 quid, whatever, for a season ticket people are paying. You know, I saw um, a guy said you know, he was struggling this season and he's, he just spent 100... and. 30 quid on him and his son, two tickets and travel, and and then to watch that, to watch that on Sunday, you know. Nah. Heartbreaking. You
2: you know. I think that's yeah. all the, 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 we all feel heartbreaking. Anyway, we're going to have to bring it to an end. Final yeah. thoughts um, before we get on to the, uh, the spin the wheel. Uh, Jack, from you, final thoughts, any highlights from the weekend, any positivity that you can shed? <laughs> At um, all. I suppose the
8: positive was it stopped raining, didn't it? Because it was absolutely pissing yes. we it down all morning. I thought this yes. is going to be awful, That's but it ball. stopped raining, so we'll, we'll take that, won't we? As a positive. Um, <laughs> if you asked me to choose a man of the match, I'd have gone Chem Campbell. So I thought in the 15 minutes he was on the pitch, he put some tackles in, he ran with the ball, which is a lot more than some of them did. So you know, and I think that exposes again, doesn't it, just how what a non-performance it was. I agree with someone just put on the comments, there's still a lot of time to turn things around. And I think there are, like I said earlier, I think there are big changes needed. If we make those changes, then things could turn around very, very quickly. Yeah, that's what we've got to cling on to, isn't it, really? The fact that, you know, we've been in this position before where you just feel relegation almost feels inevitable, doesn't it? At the minute, I I wouldn't back us to finish ahead of anyone at the minute because we're so rudderless and lacking ideas, lacking motivation, lacking cohesion, whatever. But that can change. And I think like we've just said, it needs to come from the top. You know, whoever's the manager is kind of irrelevant almost at the minute because it needs to be a deeper cleanse, if you like, of of, of people running the club. But if we can get that, then then who knows, we could still have, have a season that we can can look back on and, and be happy with.
2: Fantastic. Craig? Find yeah, us to a, Highlight
0: any positives? Yeah. Well, 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 yeah, Dave, because because on the on the twelve games we played uh, this season, we've only been outplayed three times. We've we've been the better side up to the last third in in every other game. But there's serious issue with our players not being able to find the onion bag. If we find the onion bag, we're sorted. Um, but we need a cleanse straight down the middle of our club Manny's beautifully articulated, Jack has. We need a new spine down the whole of the club and that includes a new manager who who knows his salt and, and And we'll be OK. But, he, but he, if they if they sit on this, we're, we're, we're going to play championships uh, football next year. And I mentioned that at the start of the season, if you remember, Dave, because this is, this is not 12 games in for me. I've seen this happening for 18 months.
2: Fantastic. Manny? Final
9: thought, we spent then, most uh, of our last 30 for five years or so in the championship anyway. So pretty used to God, being God, in that God. division, you know. But, you know, uh, yes, it is early. And the positives are for, for me, you know, I'm as a human being, we've got roof overhead, we've got food on the table, we've got our health. And sometimes you have to focus on something else and just switch it off. So, you know, we could obviously we care but for our own well-being as well, get yourself a hobby and get out there and just switch them off because literally, you know, we can say what we want, but we don't have that much control. We just hope powers to be the people who own the club, the people who, um, you know, make the decisions, see that people are not happy and they're happy. They're not happy for a real, real reason, you know, and um, uh, and make those changes. and, And I hope they do. And, and if we do get the the right men in or the right manager in, then yeah, it's salvageable. We have got some. Good, you know, you look at the players. I'm pretty much sure. Like Matias Nunes walks into another team and starts looking like a bloody superstar. And we've we've turned it into we've turned him into Steve Corica. We've seen it's turned bloody Guedes into Robbie Slater. We turned Diego Costa into Robert bloody Taylor. We have turned him into Robert Taylor. You know it. it, it it's it's honestly that's what we've done. These players aren't bad players. You don't get Pep Guardiola say he's the best midfielder in the world. Pep, Pep ain't stupid, and now he's probably thinking what have Wolves done to him? You know, and it's these players. They've got the talent, but sometimes they just need nurturing. They need you know just showing the ropes a little bit. They need the buddy with them. You know, and and pretty much I don't think they have the like you said uh, Jack and and Craig said rudderless completely lacking any direction or any intention and and people are just sort of looking around for answers. You can see the players, their body language, they're sort of looking around for answers, aren't they? They don't know where to go to. There's no one really geeing them up. Everyone's heads are down and the manager is pretty... You show respect for the manager who's got something about him so that, you know, when Steve Davis is shouting, it's just the academy manager, you know, it's just the academy manager. (laughs) Do we really listen to him? Have they got the respect?
2: You've got to feel for
9: it. Right,
2: finish finish on a little bit of a positive. here we go. Go on. Just to finish off with a bit of humour. It has been a dark show in a lot of ways, but positive as well, because although it's negative, a lot of the comments and what we're saying in terms of things, it is still a positive because we're letting it out and we're letting our feelings out. Yeah, yeah. So we've still got to take the part. But let's look at the wheel before we close. And this one is... Won't do that one because that's one we've done before. Mm-hmm. So, let's go on to um, this one. Or that one. Really <laughs> to... Come
9: on, Dave. You need to need to rewrite your will.
2: Okay, this could be anything. Oh, I like this one because it could be player, manager or whatever. If you it's A, could... I can't read. If you could sign anyone for Wolves tonight, player, manager or any, any position at the club, who would you sign?
0: Laurie Dalrymple.
2: Laurie Dalrymple from Craig.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
8: New, new chairman, new CEO. Whatever you want to call it.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. New CEO,
9: man. You know what? One hundred percent. You know, I just thought Harland, but again, I think we'd turn Harland into Robert Taylor as well. (laughs) <laughs>
8: he'd be, the, he'd be the new Leon Clark, wouldn't
9: he? If he came, if he, came he would. He'd be like, he'd be sold for fifty grand to some third division Danish side after being with us. We would totally ruin him. So definitely not Ireland. Yeah, I'll go with, I'll, you know, Dalrymple for me. You know, it was like just a bit of glue, even well, though he wasn't I'm a football fine. man. To
2: be honest, Wasps, unfortunately, ain't they going out of business? Oh, no, the it, it was a yeah. ah, so yeah. uh, no, I feel sorry for Wasps as well that, and their fans and, the, yeah. and Worcester Robert Warriors. With the the glue.
9: You know, we need some glue. The glue that binds people together and we've got none. We've, just got, uh, we've got an IKEA flat pack and none of the parts fit. And we're just wondering what we're going to make. And it's all falling apart.
2: <laughs> and, I, oh, do we have hope ahead of ahead of Brentford? Any score predictions?
9: They lost 4-0, no, so they're probably yeah. going to give us a hiding <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you
2: know, it'll probably
8: be wolves nil, whatever it is. Yeah. Do you think we're going to get yeah. stung?
9: Um, you know what, you we beat it. them last year. I mean, this you know, football is a funny thing. And then, you know, nobody would have thought Forrest were the worst side I've seen at Moliny for decades, going to turn over Liverpool. What the hell's all that about, you know? So it is a funny, stupid league within and and, you know, on Sunday if you'd have scored the first one or a Telemans shot had gone over the bar then it might have been a, f- a different story but everything they hit had to go in, didn't it? Just to compound our misery. It's literally it's
2: literally um, 21 shots, we didn't score. They had five. Yeah. We can't uh,
9: score, we can't scored, score.
0: So right, any can't sort God, of goal. Guys, can I make one quick point? Yeah. Can someone explain to me while Costa on the back post gets that ball over, we can't score as a side, and he side foots it into the player. What would you do? Man, I'd have put my twelve laces, my yeah. my, my eighteen stone thighs and all my thirty stone belly straight through <laughs> that ball, and that would have took the player into the back of the net with it. Wouldn't, wouldn't you have done yeah. the same?
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is passion, isn't it? That's passion, that's desire, that's a will, that's, you know, that's makeup and that makeup, you've got to pull those things out of your box. They've got all that. The players have got that, but they're not encouraged to use any of that. They're just sure. basically strolling around, you know, we, we've we won the league for fancy flicks, back heels and bloody, you know. Oh, it's, don't it's, start me on that. Oh, Craig.
2: Anyways, we're, it's two hours fifteen minutes, guys. If you've enjoyed this, please smash a like. If you're brand new, uh, hit the subscribe button. We're so close to thirty thousand subscribers, which is insane. And yeah. uh, give it. You know, hope, if you're listening back on the podcast, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, We've had some fantastic guests tonight. Uh, We've been honest. It's been forthright, but it's been put across in the right way. There's been no swearing or anything like that because we are a family-friendly channel. And we've had nearly 400 watching the whole show all the way through, which is insane. So thank you for for everyone that's uh, got involved in the chat. If you're watching this back on Catch Up, leave your thoughts in the comments. And um, obviously, if you're listening to it on the podcast, um, why not give us a five star rating on the podcast? Um, from myself, Jack, Craig, and Manny, and all the guests tonight. Thank you. Love yeah. to wherever you are yeah, in the world. Just remember, the wolf's motto is "Out of darkness cometh light." So, yeah, focus on the light.
9: There's plenty of light out there, and focus on it, and we'll we'll get through this
2: we will get through it we'll come out the other side and hopefully we can stay in the division a long way to go yet. yeah i'll plan
9: i'm planning my walk to rotherham next year
2: <laughs> uh folks, if you're watching as as you've heard the messages from the fans uh you need to take some action and oh. quick good night god bless everyone always Cheers.
9: see you. All see, all you,
0: see you guys see you guys
7: Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.